Okay, you can go uh, take a pee before we talk about raping an infant. Yeah, I gotta go take a leak too. Newborn! Born! Newborn! Yes, yes, y'all, it's going down right now. Episode 220 of the 22 Shots of Moods and Horror podcast is coming at you live and direct with the 22 Shots Collective up in the studio tonight. We got Double Shot J, also known as Jeremy Patrick. NES Ruler 22, also known as The Jew. And Mr. Parker, a.k.a. Grumpy Old Man Dave. And I be your host, the Toxic Offender. Moods. Yeah. What's going on, dudes? Surprise you're still alive after last night. <laughs> well, just put it this way. I have been physically ill for ever since the game ended. Yeah. And I really don't feel like recording today. My mind is fucked up. Like, this is how hard I took it. Like, it's just insane. Because I knew in my heart that the bills are so cursed that with 13 seconds left, that's a lifetime. <laughs> And it actually oh. turned into my worst nightmare. And then, and when they kicked that field goal, I looked at Aaron and I said, I can't watch overtime because they're going to score on the first drive and it's just going to kill me. Like, you know, everything was falling apart because this is, this is what was my worst nightmare ever. This is like the most points the defense has given up all season, you know, and it was mostly on the pass game, which is ironic because they have the number one pass defense in the NFL. And I'm like, they just got picked apart there in the last couple of minutes, 25 points in it, two it minutes. Couple minutes. That, what though, about man? Couple seconds? He was just it, fucking well, I'm, downfield. It's it, Patrick Mahomes, dude. He just finds a way. Yeah. Dude. And also like Travis Kelsey is like insane. I know. And it's so hard to cover. And then you got Tyree kill. They're just so fucking stacked that it's like you, you try to prevent one person and then it opens up everyone else. But you know, I think, go ahead. I don't blame, I I honestly don't blame the defense and I I give Mahomes all the credit in the world. You guys played out of your mind. Josh Allen played insane. Dude, you know, what's crazy, man. The NFL record for touchdowns in a playoff run is 11. Allen had nine and didn't even make it to the conference final. Yep. Yeah. Like when you really put that into perspective, like Allen was a fucking beast. The, the team played great. I mean, we just got beat by Mahomes. You know, it is what it is. But you got it. It wasn't even that. Y'all got beat by fucking a coin flip, dude. Oh my god! I sent you guys that that screenshot of Tim and friends today, and, and they had this crazy stat that Allen was nine and zero on coin f- tosses this season <laughs> and so loses sad. the one. I mean, think about that. If we had have won the coin toss, the game could have been totally. We could have won. But we yeah. never got the ball. We never had the opportunity to come back down the field. Like that's sports, man. And, and it was just like I, I mean, D- John was so clutch in so such key moments. The last I was like, drive was fucking insane, dude. Right, I mean, <laughs> Jeremy thought the game was over like four times. You mm-hmm. know what yeah. I mean? And I, I, I'm just like, this is this is absolutely insane. One that Josh Allen is able to do 
this type of shit because he let's face it he did not come into the league with as much uh you know like everybody knew patrick mahomes was probably going to be good except for the chicago bears yeah of course <laughs> because they picked same Trubisky with watson we thought he was gonna be shit too. <laughs> but, right, right. um josh allen has just developed so well and i think it's arguable to say that he's one of the you know three or so best quarterbacks in the league and i think that if anything this game proves is that the overtime rolls are garbage and i know the yeah. saying well if you would have stopped them on defense yeah but here's the thing dude whenever if if patrick mahomes gets the ball last and then he He's wins the win. coin flip how is it how is it fair that the defense has to go out twice in a row right. there's not even a break in between you know what I mean? So it's like you have the de- you have your defense who just just was on a drive, and then another drive of defense. It just to me there there needs. I honestly think they should just play another quarter. And people are like, oh, you want the game to last that long? Every other fucking sport does. Fucking baseball lasts forever. You know what I mean? Not hockey though. Hockey's right. It doesn't even have to be a fifty minute. They could just play a ten minute. No, no. Hockey in the playoffs is is until someone scores. It is true. They're playing full periods for sure. Yes, but you don't. It's not. You're not. Well, it's football, not like I one team gets forever. the puck and nobody else gets the puck. Yeah, it's different in hockey. Guess, it's just yeah. completely different setup. But, but yeah, I mean, I, I got to say, though, man, like that was probably one of the craziest endings to a football game I've ever seen in my life. But this whole weekend. Well, what about the whole oh, week? The whole that, weekend was that's what I'm the saying. best weekend. Isn't, isn't it kind of ironic, though, because last weekend, every game, with the exception of two, like two out of the eight games were pretty shitty or were good. The other six were kind of blowouts. Yeah. And then this weekend, it was like the polar opposite. All four games, were, the first three ended the same way with a with a field goal at the buzzer. And then this one, obviously, we know what happened in this one. But fuck me, man. What a great weekend for football. But well, there's I, a, I, I couldn't be any more why. disappointed. I couldn't be any more disappointed because like, I well, really There's a reason felt... why the Bills lost. I don't know why. Because I'm why? a fan. <laughs> Tell me because you had Mitch Trubisky as your backup. <laughs> and he's a loser. Yeah, uh, I mean... No, man. I, I really... I feel horrible for bills fans especially the history of the bills franchise i mean it's to lose with steve christie man left. like steve christie missed in that field goal back in what was it 89 against the giants and uh ever since then it's just like that it's kid 90. cursed them it's like it cursed them or something man i don't know yeah 90 yeah but, well uh, it's just rough man because I really wanted I really wanted to see the Bills and cuz I truly believe had the Bills made the conference championship they were going to the Super Bowl. We were going to beat the, the Bengals. 100%. We've already beat them. Like, I mean Oh my god. I don't know the Bengals are only 7 point favorites. It's not that much. Do you know what's funny about the, the Bay like yeah, but you, it's playoffs. The Bengals, man, like they super inconsistent team throughout the whole season, but you know it's playoffs for you though, right? Like, look where they are. 49ers, dude. Well, yeah. the 49ers have had a hell of a run, honestly. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> defense, that's why. It's interesting to see. It's like a, the 05. It's like the 05 Bears. I think they're lucky. They're not going to beat the Rams, though. I just don't think Garoppolo can beat that that D. And I, I honestly, I, so I like either. Garoppolo, but I think he has one of the weakest arms in the NFL. Like, that guy, I, I like. I don't know. There's something about that guy throwing the ball, man. I just don't trust him too much, man. He just doesn't have that. He throws picks all the time. Well, he just doesn't have a strong arm. He's not like an Allen or a Mahomes or, you know, I mean, those guys are just fucking Hell, even cannons. Stafford's arm is huge. Yeah. 
I, I love Stafford. I'm, I'm happy to look. How Me funny too, is dude. that, though? Right? He fucking literally spent his whole career in Detroit and never won a playoff game. And the moment he leaves, he's in the fucking NFC Conference yeah. Championship. Like, did Detroit ever <laughs> even make the playoffs while he was there? Like, fuck. Yeah, they yeah. made. I, they made it like twice. Or did they really? Twice. Yeah, I don't. Even they had like an 11-5 record one year, I think, back when Megatron was there and oh, stuff. They, yeah. But. Uh, they, they uh, and how about Aaron Rodgers losing four fucking times to San Francisco, dude? I know, it's crazy. I don't know how people say Aaron Rodgers is the goat when he fucking loses all the time in the playoffs. It's like, how could he be one of the best of all times if you fucking lose all the time? He has had a rough go in the playoffs. He dude. never, yeah. never wins the big game once. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it was a little yeah. bit shocking. It was shocking the way that one went, but I mean, again, yeah, because Green Bay not for me. Really I was fucking like smiling the team. whole time. Yeah, I, I mean, just the, the fact that the Fort Anders actually pulled out that win. Because let's face it, man. I mean, I don't think they were given too much credit for winning yeah. that game, but uh, yeah, they did it. You know, it's football. Well, Aaron just like tanked in the second half. Dude. Yeah, right. And it's but funny, too, because it, I, I felt great. like Garoppolo didn't look that great in that game, man. He did. I, didn't. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. Like, it's crazy that the 49ers won that game with Garoppolo looking not very good. You know, it's it's, the defense was good. And that's why I look at, you know, this matchup with the Rams, and I'm like, man, I don't know. The Rams are a solid team, man, on both sides of the field. Dude, so. what happens if it's the fucking 49ers versus the Bengals? <laughs> that's what I said to, that's well, what I said that's to the wife last like, night. I said, wouldn't that be the worst football Super Bowl ever? Like the forty, like right now. Oh man, I, I mean, I get it. The Forty ers are like a classic team and stuff, but the Bengals yeah. and 40, like today, I don't know, I don't know. Well, it, it's funny because you have you have a four and a six seed, and then a two and a uh, what four seed. Yeah, that I mean, I don't know if that's happened very recently, but I feel like it probably hasn't. I, I feel like lately it's been one and two. And I just have this three. sneaky feeling that both conference final games next weekend are going to be blowouts it's going to go back and forth we started with blowouts we got good and we're gonna have blowouts and then maybe the super bowl will be good who knows but i'm just well, not Dave's I'm, asleep so i was actually just ready to go dave are you there i mean i don't give a flying fuck about football <laughs> i don't, don't keep up on football you don't so give I'm a flying fuck anything. about sports in general so i but like that, mma that's it yeah it's the only sport yeah. i keep up on who, who did the Bengals play in the super bowl when they made it oh my god was that with boomer it was in the 80s was it the, that was 49ers with boomer i don't remember actually it's been a long time man since the Bengals even been in the playoffs hasn't it been 30 years. 88 oh well no it's the well, playoffs the yeah 2015 or something was their 15? last playoff yeah parents we beat them in in their last playoff appearance i think with dalton and ultra right yeah and uh Fucking, um, that was the crazy one where they um, helmet to helmeted Antonio Brown at the end of the game. Oh, yeah. Ben came off the sideline. It was fucking nuts ending. Right, right, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, know, so, I know we should probably should talk about football forever because. No, because people always get pissed <laughs> off. But yeah, I mean, I, I, mean, just, I just want to say, like, I've, I've been. Today, so. I've been fucking. Oh, my God. Today was like. I woke up like I. I woke up today like I was hungover and I didn't even have any beers. I should have been drinking yesterday. <laughs> Should have been because it would have probably eased the pain. Dude, a I can bit. only imagine your heart during that because mine was going crazy. Yeah, mine was and going I'm crazy. not even like a big. I was calm man. through the whole game, you know, like the whole thing. Like I just, you know, they something would happen. I'm just calm and I'm just like, oh my god. And I just, I had this weird thing come over me, and I'm like, it was like the cloud just rolled in, 
and I felt it coming. And I was like, oh my God, I can't watch this shit. It's hard to explain, but you know, as a Bills fan, <laughs> Andy Reid is a hell of a coach. Though. He is. I said that last night, dude. Oh, okay, I said it again. <laughs> he fucking stands there in the sidelines. He's writing shit down. He's fucking crazy. He's a good coach. Yeah. But yeah, man. So what is going on, man? It is Monday. Uh, yeah. For all you people out there that um, haven't checked out episode 219, which is the Evil Dead Trap trilogy, do so because apparently no one has. And we kind of predicted that it, because the Asian shows never bad? do well. Oh, it's doing horrible. It's doing fu- at least on my channel. It's doing horrible. I don't know about uh, the other formats. Well, I didn't even other, get um, it up until last formats. night. I didn't even know it wasn't up until uh, somebody had told me because it like aired out when I uploaded. It, apparently, oh, it wasn't yeah. even it wasn't even up on the up on the um, Patreon and all the other. Outlets. It was on Patreon. It just wasn't on like the, the like feed. I, it, the, it, yeah, on the podcast network and shit. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, I know that our top 10 show did really well on on the downloads and stuff yeah it seemed to do pretty well even on the channel for it's crazy how many people still comment to be like man you know like you guys should put your show up on uh you know on these other platforms and i'm like but it is they are. <laughs> i'm like it's on the podcast well, it's on it's on um you know all of them you know so just type in 22 yeah. shots moods and horror i'm sure like if you're looking for spotify just go to it i mean it's there it, it's all on these plat- platforms so yeah i think i think part of it was probably when we were leaving horophilia and it was down forever people just probably assumed it like it went away never came back yeah surprisingly but, yeah the last 218 top 10 in 2021 has 1.6 on here that's pretty good that's actually not bad has 1.1 on anchor which is a, a lot considering you know it, we used to do like a quarter of what the youtube videos did right right well, it's doing better on podcast formats right yeah because more people and, and and that's good that it is though like i don't care that it's you know if it's doing shitty on here as long as it's doing good on there kind of thing but but i more and more people have gone to that route because it's so much easier to listen to right and oh I yeah that. i, I mean, there's it. no ads you exactly. can do it on the go and and people st- and like i've had the question before like why do you still upload them on here and i'm like well it's just it's just another platform and it's also and for the some people, people that are religious with the youtube thing they started on youtube and that's how they want to listen exactly and that's for the people that have been watching it on there forever and you know obviously some people moved on to the the podcast being or whatever the fuck it is and and that's fine because that's just it is easier i mean i listen to podcast on the podcast network um you know i listen to you know take it personal and shit like that but you know it's simple it's fucking it's it's easy to find yeah i'm a big fan of spotify myself that's my go to. i don't even have a spotify account i don't even have a spotify account so I'm a physical person, so it's whatever. But I get it. Um, the convenience of it is insane. It's awesome. So, so uh, I know that, like the Spotify these days is probably like fifty percent of our listener audience. I think a lot of people still use the iTunes, but Spotify is definitely growing. Yeah, and I, I think it's like just super convenient. Like it'll notify you when new episodes are up and stuff. You'll get a little notification on, on your phone. On Spotify, you can can you put up like polls on spotify and shit yeah okay so yeah i think that's another thing why people like that too because you can have that kind of interaction with uh Mm -hmm. with the listeners and stuff like that also so that's cool that's cool i mean i guess you can do Uh, that on youtube too i I guess you can put polls on the on the the channel i've never done that thing before so i don't really know yeah i'm still i'm still basic i'm still living in 2012 youtube land like my kid has a he's got a fucking gaming channel and he's like showing me all the shit and i'm like what the fuck are you talking about man 
Like he, I didn't even know he could do shorts. Yeah, like well, he shouldn't have been like, "Hey, motherfucker, we used to do video responses. Get the hell out of here." Yeah, like everything's changed so much. Everything's changed so much. Plus, he uses like his his uh, tablet and all that type of shit. So it's upload and all the all the functions. Everything is all different on that because I use my my laptop. So everything's all different. Mm -hmm. I'm like trying to show him. He's like, "What? What are you doing?" He's like, "I do this." And I'm like, "What?" (laughs) So I have no idea what's going on. But yeah, but uh, what games is the little fucker playing? Uh, Fortnite. Fortnite. Yep. Fortnite. He's like yeah. obsessed like with it. Like he's got a million games, you know, for the PlayStation, and, and like he plays fucking Fortnite. It's just ridiculous, man. So yeah, and Fortnite's a free game. <laughs> yeah, that's my point. That's my point. Like he got a yeah, bunch but he's probably spending all the moods his money on fucking stupid shit on it. Skins. Yeah, he does. He, I, I no, he Fortnite spends his own money now. Like that was a thing. Like you know, the wife makes him work for it, and he's like, oh, "I'll buy this." And I'm like, "I spent fifty bucks on it." I'm like, "What the? What did you just say? You just spent fifty bucks on this?" I'm like, "This is a virtual skin." I'm like, "I don't even know what the hell that is. I don't even know what's going on here. I bought this car for this thing, and I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, man?'" I'm just it's so like those NFT things. There are people like. I just yeah. fucking yeah. picture it. I was like, I still don't get that. I am literally yeah, it, the whole NFT thing is weird to me. Every, we should make a twenty-two shots NFT and exploit it and make money. Like when you're a kid, you know, and you're trying to explain shit to your parents, and they're like, "What are you talking about? I just turned into that person, right?" Because you, you, as a kid, you're laughing at your parents. What do you mean you don't know what this is? Blah blah blah. You're an idiot. But uh, no, I'm pretty much that person now. So, also, dude, your parents don't really care. Like, well, and, and honestly, that's the other thing like, too. Because, like, with Fortnite in the, in the games he plays, I'm like, I don't care. Because if I'm going to sit down and play game, it's going to be sports games, right? I either play baseball or hockey or something like that. But that's I'm simple. I'm old school and simple. Actually, a lot of times dude, I play retro was... games. I play my original Nintendo a lot. I'll play like Mario Three and shit. So I'm yeah, still living. Like, the the race is eight fifty right now. Yeah, a Blu-ray. Actually, I still play Mario Kart. Like it's going out of style. I love Mario Kart. Mario Kart's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was uh, speaking of like technology and people not getting it. Um, I was at work probably about I don't know three weeks ago, and we Still always have we people. I know we always have people <laughs> who can't get on the Wi-Fi because they're old and dumb, right? So this well, it, dude, you don't was, have to say old and dumb. I mean, one will do. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> um, one means both. One yeah, means stop both. Stop insulting Dave. God, this dude w- wanted help getting on the Wi-Fi, and I was trying to explain to him how to do it, and he, he was like not getting. It. I was like, you know, just bring your device down, and I'll, I'll help you out. Dude, he brings down this iPad that had to be like first generation iPad. Like, <laughs> and it had, you know, that like little keyboard thing you can attach yeah. to it? Yeah. yeah. I almost fucking puked, bro. It was so disgusting. There was like coffee stains oh. on it and hair stuck into it. And I'm just like, bro, I do not want to touch this fucking no. thing. It is so nasty, dude. It's this is like old ass, dude. But if it's I'm somebody pretty sure else's? there was pubes in it, dude. Well, obviously, oh. man, this is fucking tablet. Dude, it's I hate explaining how to get on Wi-Fi, dude. It's one of the most. I would have just taken one look at that and been like, "Bro, that thing is too old to have internet on it, man." <laughs> get yeah. with the I called. I called to the support because I couldn't get it on, and they're like, "I don't know." They basically like, "I don't know." It's probably too old, man. And I was like, "Uh, all right, I'll tell them that." <laughs> <laughs> It's so annoying. Like wow. he's like, it's not even that old. I'm like, this thing is ancient, dude. <laughs> like almost as old as you are. <laughs> like you might have bought it recently, but this thing is like at least he got it at a fucking um pawn shop for sure. Yeah, dude. Um. Oh, also the this I just figured I would mention this real quick. This dude emailed us. Um, just wanted to read it off real quick. Um, he said, "Yo, dudes and Carly." 
I recently <laughs> discovered the channel. So, see, there's someone who's look, look watching on YouTube. Wow. Uh, I have a lot to catch up on and uh, enjoying every hour of it. It's been a rough time, so I just want you Mavericks to know that you're doing good work. The friends and family aren't too big on discussing horror movies, so I really appreciate getting my fix of horror and discussions from you guys. You guys keep it real, and mostly, and I mostly agree with your observations. One thing is for sure, you guys are always entertaining, so thank you, and please keep it up. Hope this finds you and your family as well. Kind regards, your new fan. Dario Zombie. So we were just hey, talking Dario about Dario Zombie. Fully. Come on down to Cinema Wasteland in October, and we can meet. <laughs> come on down, everybody. Don't forget about Cinema Wasteland in October. You should have. You missed the great chance to like do a hilarious joke and just have it signed Adolf Hitler or something. Donald <laughs> 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 Trump. It's like what? <laughs> uh, yeah, but we were just talking about not really getting any new listeners that we noticed. So I just thought that was interesting. That well, we somebody... get them, but but then they just stop listening. Yeah. When they go into the other thread and the Reddits and say that we hate everyone, and <laughs> yeah, we have the, we have the both sides of the coin here, don't we? Actually, we got one the other day. Actually, that just reminded me too. There's one from uh, Snake Eye PJ PJ Phillips. That's the craziest name ever. Um, it says Asian horror has become my favorite over the last few years. You guys are my favorites on YouTube slash Spotify. So this person is uh, doing the duo. Uh, spend hundreds of hours watching and listening to you guys over the last four or five years. Keep up the great work from the UK. All right, awesome. that's, uh, well, that's yeah. good positive. Wasteland, so suck <laughs> Stop trying to get real friends, Jeremy, in person. Well, Moose probably ain't going to be able to get in the country, so I'm just I don't know. He's going to be able to get in. How is he not? I don't know. He's Canadian. What the hell does that mean? They don't allow Canadians. I don't know if the border's closed still or not. I don't know. He can probably come down. He's just praying a lot back in. <laughs> yeah, well, no, we, 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 we're allowed Joe to Biden travel. Joe be at the border to the, give you a booster. The problem is, the, okay, so <laughs> the, pro- so the on, problem man. is with international travel right now is it's easy to travel to the States. It, getting back can be um, problematic because you have to pay to get your COVID test done because you have test. to have a negative test to fly back, right? But so you, you have, have to, to so you have to pay Trudeau for it. On the cheek. So you have to pay I've for it. I've printed out so many negative COVID tests here for people traveling back to Canada. Yeah, man, it's like, and, and if you do test positive, then it's like a big fuck around and shit like that. And you know, it's actually kind of funny. Me and the wife were talking about this a couple of days ago because we were, you know, just talking about traveling and shit like that. And we heard this crazy thing about uh, some of the Mexican resorts right now, what they're doing to people. And um, so basically them. what they're doing is they're fucking them over is what they're doing is, you know, so you have to get your test done to be able to fly back. Like we just said. So what the what some of the Mexican resorts are doing right now, they're given false negative, false positives. And, you know, so they have to stay. So they have to stay in so the resort. Exactly. And it's been happening to it's tons and tons Sagarita. of people. And I'm like, oh, motherfucker. I'm like, man, people are just profiting off this shit like a motherfucker. Right. So, yeah, that I kinda, told you that profiting in the in my industry it's crazy oh yeah yeah tests I mean, are 89 dollars and they charge 200 yeah. and if they have what? to test what i feel like we should all have home tests by now yeah these rapid tests. Now. we, we, we have a, a website we can just go to them and get free tests if we yeah. want yeah yeah but i mean Mine that's too. that's just the thing that's deferring people from traveling international right now because of it's just a pain in the ass like i mean they're charging extra for the apparently for the canadians to get tested and stuff like that to come back and it's just it's costing like a couple hundred bucks people are like well fuck that i got like four people in my family so and then if you test positive and oh my god it's just it's a fucking headache so but who knows yeah, i mean wastelands boss, in october i mean that's um, 10 months away i mean 
I don't know what the world's going to be yeah. like in 10 months. I have no idea. I'm who knows, who knows, but I would like to go. My boss, obviously. Yeah, definitely. My, my boss, uh, takes her son to like cubing competitions with the, like, um, you know, Rubik's cube. And oh, you have to Hubert. No, <laughs> uh, it, you have to have negative tests to go there. And a lot of concerts are doing that now too. Rubik's um, cube competitions. Yeah, he's like. Really Jeez, good that's more. Thing. That's more nerdy than us. Man, I have never heard of. I, I guess it's probably for yourself. Well, don't, they have like board game tournament. Like, there's there's tournaments for every type of thing. I think. Man. Cubing is huge, dude. It's like really big right now. As opposed to like last year, or uh, <laughs> yeah, Rubik's cube was like the top selling I mean, toy yeah. in what 1986 or something like that, and it's like huge now. It's bizarre. It's like a, it's like all these oldies yeah, but too. The it's thing just is, all nostalgia. Nobody actually uses the Rubik's brand because it's shit. Yeah. Are we gonna go on a fucking forty-five minutes about a Rubik's cubes? I never. I don't know. One. People are fucking insane. They do like thirty by thirty ones. It's crazy. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it anymore. It's a yeah. Okay, Mister. My kid has like a two by two. You know we're talking about a nineteen eighty-six toy. My kid was obsessed with what him a couple years ago, and he's got like five or six different child rape. He does. He has like the two, three, four, eight, twelve, like whatever the fuck there. He's got so many different ones. It's weird. Hey, I didn't pick these fucking movies. Who the fuck did pick? Is this a Patreon pick? Because I feel like this has to be because well, obviously none of us picked these. Yeah. Because, well, we haven't picked a show know forever. I so. they were from two different people or the same person. I think it was Derek and Sam. <laughs> what? Well, these are surely fucking old. <laughs> Derek definitely picked a Singapore sling, right? I no. I have no idea. I'm ass- like I said. I, I'm assuming these are Patreon picks because, well, obviously we haven't really picked a show in what f- ten years. <laughs> I mean, remember last show we actually picked. I told man. you I want to do Chainsaw next month. Let's do that. Um. Wow. These must be really old. If uh, if Singapore Sling is a Derek pick, that's crazy. Okay. Yeah. So, that's crazy. Um. I'd probably say at least a year. Wow. At least a year old. Okay. We're terrible. <laughs> hey, we do it eventually. So, what was this show slated as to be? Like an extreme show or something? Because this is yeah, Singapore Sling is a, that was is a your Greek, idea, motherfucker. What it, are you talking about? Is a Greek film? Is a Greek film, and then uh, a Serbian film, obviously from Serbia. Uh, so, there's no country. Well, that's I didn't want to do them either. together because I was like, "What the fuck am I going to do with the thumbnail?" Well, they're extreme. Hey, are we should this definitely extreme? use a sample of. Uh, from Harold and Kumar, where they're like extreme. Who's that? Pterodactyl. I love some Harold and Kumar. They're all. I always wish they would have did a fourth one, uh, Halloween extravaganza. Right, right. I actually kind of like the Christmas one. That's kind of funny. Dude, I do too. I actually do too. I think it's really fun. Escape yeah. from Guantanamo Bay. I've always. That's probably my. I, that's my least favorite one. I like the other two more. Yeah, me too. I agree. Yeah, so yeah, I guess this is going to be like an extreme. Did you guys see that they're rebooting Final Destination? I don't care. Rebooting? Dave, or- you don't care about anything. Shut no, I up. really don't. Shut I don't the fuck care about up. No, I mean, I don't know. We're supposed to fucking talk about the movies. We already talked about fucking 30 minutes of football. I thought you wasted your bullshit on that. <laughs> nah, that was 12 minutes. That was 12 minutes. Stop exaggerating. That Max. Stop exaggerating. That was 12 minutes. But, uh, uh, it was not 12 minutes. It was about it was 12. 12. We, we always said it was shocking that, you know, because the Final Destination franchise did, what, five movies in a short period of time and then just went fucking silent on that. So is it going to be a remake or just a re 
like they're going to make another entry, which is technically a reboot because they haven't made one in so long. I have no idea. All I know is it's going to be on HBO. That's about All it. All I know is the fifth one was such a breath of fresh air after that fourth one. Oh my! Yeah. Well, the th- the nice thing about the fifth one was yeah, they changed up something that was that worked a lot. Yeah, the fourth one sucks, yeah. man. Fuck, it was such a. And bad they one. brought Tony Todd back. Yeah. Which was awesome. Yeah, it's kind of a. I love I love those movies, man. I yeah. watch those every year if they kept making them they're fun they're fun they are fun of course dave doesn't think so i only watched the first three back when they came out oh well, that's, that's good that you missed the fourth one because the fourth one is the worst one <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the i was like yeah that was okay i've had enough of that but then the fifth but it's funny because the fifth one actually changes up what they're doing yeah, i know it. all about them i mean i've heard everybody review them and their brother yeah yeah that many people have not reviewed them yeah, they have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Everybody and their fucking brothers reviewed those movies. Um, I feel like we did that franchise like a long time ago. Like, five years ago. Yeah, I'm I'm sure was, you yeah, did That them. was a long Head did them. Friday Night ago. Nightmares probably did them. Let's see. Let's see when we did But then those. again, we have done a yeah. lot of franchises. And you know what we haven't done in a long time is a franchise. It seems like we haven't yeah. done a franchise in a while. What was the last? Oh, no, we did those episode franchise. number Episode Sorry, number paranormal. 20. Episode number 26 was final destination. Oh, you know what? 26? Holy shit. Episode 26, the things that we talked about in episode 26 was Prometheus 2, The Hatching, Lava Lantula, The Keep Documentary. Yeah, remember it was Two Lava, Two Lantula? Oh, yeah. (laughs) The Keep Documentary, Halloween Sink Issues, and Kevin Smith. Oh, that was part four, yeah. Then we got into a discussion well, then we had mood swings. Remember that? We got into yeah. a discussion of what is a zombie film and what is not. Then we got into a discussion on the Phenom being swapped at – oh, no, the Phenom being spewed at Annabelle. Our Mount, Ru- Mount Rushmore of Horror, top three echo horror films, top five kills, top three drugs, and more. Oh, that's right because we used to do those little short topics because I think there were questions – like I think there yeah. were – yeah, from pe- – yeah, because we used to do those and then get the feedback from other people on what theirs was and shit like that. I remember that. Still, it's interesting to see like what we were talking about. That Actually, it, it, it is fun. I, I'm tripping out here, man, because that. I forgot that we did uh, Return of Living Dead franchise uh, episode 210 oh, yeah. and actually 209 was The Evil Dead and actually 208 was – in Sounds of the Lambs, so we did three franchise shows in a row, but we haven't done one in the last ten episodes. So Dude, it episode just feels like a while. We talked about the Purge three. Jesus Christ, we've been doing <laughs> this for a fucking long time. We've been doing the show through the whole Purge franchise, man. Is there like yeah, literally the first one came out when we started Zombieland two, which came out like four years later. Yeah, Amityville Awakening, Chucky versus Annabelle. <laughs> what? Glad that never came out. What? Oh, that was an idea. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't even remember. Top I think five. I think Don Mancini mentioned that he would like that or something. I forget. Top five douchebags. Oh my damn! <laughs> I don't yeah. even know who that would be now, Dave. No, we've done a lot of franchises because 204 was the Twilight one and 203 was Paranormal Activity. So we've done a lot of franchises recently, man. You know what's sad is Jeremy and JP got the same jokes now. What? I mean, their names are correct. Jeremy Patrick and Jeremy Freeman. What Jeremy? The two Jeremys. You're like, top five douche. Oh, it's it's got to be Dave in there. Clever. You guys both said it at the same time. Oh, my God. I just said it first, and then he copied. <laughs> Who gives a shit? It sucks. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> I know I suck, but I admit it. You guys are like, I refuse to suck. 
<laughs> I don't. <laughs> well, hey, Jeff from fucking what is that place? <laughs> that driver would. Uh, Dude, hey, that you. Leave, you leave Jeff out of this, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just hey, take the selfie hey. picture with him, man. Make his so day. I was, I was gonna stop by and get some donuts. I, I just wanted to make sure that you like jelly because I, I got a couple jellies. <laughs> Dude, please stop. <laughs> I know, I heard your They're car filled with going. vanilla cream. Ride? Oh, God, stop. <laughs> Do you need a ride? I got air freshener. I can take it to the Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> I, know you like, I know you like DVDs. I got you a DVD copy of Amityville Horror 2005. It has Ryan Reynolds <laughs> in it. He's not wearing a shirt. And I got oh, you, uh, uh, David, my favorite director, his name is uh, David DeCanu. He's a... Uh, my favorite. That wasn't good. Has anybody ever said David Ducato's name right? I don't know what it is. Man, somebody gave know. me shit for saying David Ducato because I always say it like that because it just sounds. I give Dustin. I give Dustin Baker credit. He watched every movie of his last year. Surprised he's still alive. Wait, wow. so you give him credit for that? Yeah, he watched every fucking one. What, what kind of credit do you deserve for that? It's not <laughs> extra. <laughs> right. It's like. It's like. I, I, I give him credit. He stuck his balls in a bear trap. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. If, I don't know if that's credible hey, shit right there. You watch watch Joe Biden on the phone. That man deserves a purple heart. <laughs> you watch 154 David Ducato movies and see if you survive. He's done 154 I would, movies. I would never. I'd, I'd honestly rather. I might rather die. I'm not trying to be a jerk. <laughs> not even exaggerating. Oh no, no, I'm there with you, man. Is so low. I'm there with you, like, man. I could never do that, man. That dude's movies. I already told you I'd run face first in a gun if my kids, imaginary kids, got shot. You think that I'd fucking watch 154 David Dakota movies? Yeah. That's true. No, I, I agree, man. I, I mean, would you don't want to take watch a rusty the wrong cheerleader coach, mommy's deadly con artist. Uh, None of them, actually. Just stop. Husbands for Christmas. <laughs> no. I would watch anything he made before 1995. And then after that, I wouldn't watch any. So one movie? No, he made no, uh, he Dream Maniac. Yeah, he, he, he made Creepazoids, he made Dream Maniac, he made Puppet Master 3. He used to make good, he's the same boat as a lot of those guys. Like, you give him $2, you get the $2 movie. You give him more money, you get the better movie. It's just the way it is. Yeah, Dream Maniac is actually shot on video, isn't it? Is it not shot on video? No, it's it, it, 60 millimeter. It, it's, it's 16, I think. Yeah. Or it's film, regardless. Yeah, it might even be 8 millimeter or something, man, because it, it looks pretty rough. Yeah, yeah I sorority mean, I, bowl and the slime baby were all. Yeah, I mean, he had good movies seen. before a certain time. Yeah. Just like any other director. I like Dream Maniac. It's a cool slasher film. It's okay. Okay. There's that funny line in the movie where she's like, she's that rude lady. She's like, and I'm rich as shit. I haven't seen it forever. I mean, you're not joking. Like, after 95, dude. That was just a guess. That was just my estimate. <laughs> like, no, like, it's you, true, you though, man. pretty close on that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'm a little earlier. That's just the way movies are made. Those cheap movies just started taking over, and they're just not watchable at that point. I mean, Prehysteria 3. <laughs> I mean, I probably rented that as a kid, and we're like, I like the dinosaurs in the pet shop. He did do Curse of the Puppet Master, which I did. Yeah, I like. hate that movie. That movie you like sucks. It. It's just the puppets. What? You, like, went away from the mic. You're yeah. like, it's just the puppets. That movie with the snake, all the S's, S-S-S-S-S. Yes, 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 yes. It's, it's literally that movie with the puppet instead. Hmm. Hmm. I never saw <laughs> is pretty good i don't know why i just came across this but 10 of the most memorable factory put out yeah i like that movie how do you like what i love 
How many stars would you give? I will say though, and I, I've said it before, that it's the worst title for a movie ever because people oh, are like, "What movie? movie? Like, did you just have a, a half a stroke?" <laughs> it's I'm like, pretty sure Satan made that movie, so everybody would have to be like a snake, like. Yeah, it's not very marketable. Well, it, you're, you're saying it wrong because it's you have to go up because the S is capitalized. Oh yeah, because they do capitalize. Yeah. What, so the first S is lowercase and the rest are capitalized. Only on this show <laughs> that, that somebody yeah, would that, get corrected for like, saying wrong. Snakes <laughs> got snakes fucking get angrier. You said, like, you said it fucking wrong. It's <laughs> <laughs> it's not very marketable, man. Oh man, so bad. Um. <laughs> Yeah, here I don't like. Know how how I do just... you even search that? Like, how many S's is it? <laughs> uh, it's impossible it... to find. <clears throat> I just came across what a this article. Fucking just because whoever came up with that needs fired. I know, man. I, I mean, well, it's apparently, I don't think it was actually the original. It, it wasn't even supposed to be the original title of the movie. I, I think I read it was supposed to be something. No, else. it was originally Snake. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, maybe it was Snake. Snake. Actually, it was yeah. I think you're right. No, yeah, it I was think... Snake with four S's or five S's. I think we talked about that actually. Yeah. Um, oh, nice. They're releasing it wide. You know, since the new Scream movie came out, and I, I came across this earlier, um, I was just kind of fucking blasting on the internet. And and this is from Bloody Disgusting, but uh, it says, 10 of the most memorable slasher movies released in, in the 25 years since Scream changed the game. One more thing about Scream, oh, though. Uh, do you know the new Scream is just going to be Scream with five S's? <laughs> <laughs> Scream. <laughs> That's actually really clever. <laughs> but their money signs this time. Now. Their money signs pronounced as S's. That's there fucking hilarious. All right. Well, so, okay. So what? Are, okay. What so are according to Bloody Disgusting, these are ten of the most memorable slashers movies released in the twenty-five years since Scream. So since ninety-six, obviously, if you do the math, which now is twenty. It's not twenty-five years. That'd be twenty-six years. Um. Okay. So. It, they're not numbered, so I'm assuming they just did them however, whatever. But yeah, the first one on the list here is Scream 2. <laughs> Go figure, right? Okay. Uh, okay. Then Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon. Great movie. Uh, House of House Wax. Of- Interesting choice. Good movie. Interesting yeah, choice. Yeah, I, I wasn't really expecting like to see that on this list, but uh, oh, that's interesting. Dream Home. I fucking love this movie. This movie's good. Crazy. Movie. Good movie. Um, is yeah, that good. the Asian? Yeah, okay, yeah, dude. That one's the. It's no, bad. it's a good movie. I don't bad know if I would shit. necessarily call that a slasher film, though. It's bad shit, though, man. It's, it's pretty crazy. Um, well, actually, well, here's the argument for that again. Uh, You're next. Now we saw. Also, it was... would not call that a slasher. Exactly. Film. I don't I'm not think... a fan of You're Next. Uh, I don't. I, I don't mind like it, it, but I don't. <laughs> I wouldn't put it in the slasher genre, though. I, I, it's more of a home invasion. It's like straight up home invasion, right? Like it's not really a typical it is it, it turns kind of in slash it does I don't know. it I'm does but i, I would just I classify really it as a home invasion but yeah uh, just so you know they're releasing the black and white version of nightmare alley wide so you could go see it wherever is it I, i'm probably gonna see it then <clears throat> yeah friday um well this one belongs on the list maniac remake Great. 2012 Great okay yeah um the final girls really i love it isn't that is, isn't that brandon's like favorite slasher movie of yes. all time yeah it's so fucking overrated honestly dude nuts. dude i don't Ooh, mind it mom. i don't uh i did not love it man i'll be honest dude i watched it twice actually i was like i don't know man well so, you know some people are actual human beings jp and they actually relate to things that happen to them in their real life so they can relate to the movie it's fucking i can weird. too but not that garbage nah, i don't know yeah. man. Ugh. you're nuts it's not um, garbage 
Oh, well, Tragedy Girls. <laughs> Doesn't Brandon like this one too? I, wa- I was going to watch. I love Tragedy, Tragedy Girls. I was going to watch that that's today. A, that's what I, Girls should have been. I had Tragedy I had Red awesome. State and Tragedy Girls in my hand, and I picked Red State. I was going to watch Tragedy Girls today. I, I'm not going to lie, man. I going into Tragedy Girls, I was expecting it to be fucking trash, and then I actually really enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, it's great. It, it's kind of di- it, it was kind of different. It's great. Yeah. Well, that one actually like feels like it belongs on this what this list is. Right. You know what? I think Tragedy Girls was ahead of its time with social media, especially. Right. People are getting more sociopathic when it comes to <laughs> it. It is true, man. It, it's like social media makes people just lose their fucking minds, man. Assassination nations like that too. About yeah, it's a detachment media. from reality. Yeah. yeah. It, it, well, that's what I'm saying, right? It makes yeah. And humanity. Um. Right? And then, oh my God, seriously, fuck, Happy Death Day, cereal. I like it. It's oh, fine. I can't it's okay. stand it's it, man. I, I just, I loathe it, man. And <laughs> it's not that bad. Oh shit, Halloween. I don't hate any of the movies on the list. I just don't love your next. I don't really care for it. Halloween 2018, and that's a big no for me. So really, <laughs> so basically, Halloween. Wait, what? Happy Death Day. Those are the only movies on this list I actually don't really care for. I like your next. I love. But your next. Halloween already existed before Scream. Well, they're saying since. Well, what was the list? I just know, good but it's just like, come come it says 10 of the most memorable slasher movies released in the 25 years since Scream changed the game. So since yeah, 96. Yeah, those, are all I guess those are memorable movies. Yeah. So the list popular. is memorable. It's not saying best. It's not saying favorite. It's just saying memorable. So the list is you, you got to really take Correct. note of how it's titled. Sure. Um, that's fine. It, it is what it is. And you know what? I guess Happy Death Day fits on the list because I guess it is memorable for most people. So, I mean, they're making a right. third one apparently. So, you know, I mean, obviously maybe. they're doing something right. Maybe, maybe. Where but. was the Grim Rapper? <laughs> <laughs> Somehow Full Moon never had any on that list. That's strange. Uh, did they ever make a slasher movie? I don't. But, like uh, Full Moon itself? Uh, I mean, they released. I mean, if you consider Tourist Trap to be one, I mean, it's not a Full Moon movie. Yeah, but movie, that was but, that. That was before Full Moon. Yeah. Dude, oh, shit. Actually, be, I'm just saying well, release slasher movies. Yeah, I know. While watching these Full Moon movies this past week, I really wanted to revisit that idea of doing a Full Moon versus Troma show. I yeah, think it would fun. be fun. Would it be Toxic Avenger versus Puppet Master then? No, it w- I think we would just look at like. First of all, I think that you would only use in-house. produced trauma yeah, films, in-house and produced not, movies. Yeah, right. And then maybe you just break it into eras, right? Like maybe. The thing like is, with the Full beginning. Moon, they have such a bigger catalog because they they didn't distribute a lot. They mostly made all their movies, right? So right. where Troma yeah. is mostly distributed. I mean, if you look at the in-house productions for Troma, there's only like maybe a dozen. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. There's not that many. Well, there's probably. Yeah, but more I was thinking you kind of do it like maybe look at like okay, who what's the popular franchise sizes from them? You go like. Toxic Avenger and Class of Nukem High versus like Puppet Master and fucking I, Evil Bong, I guess. I guess there's and nine movies right there. There's nine movies do, right there. Well, I'm not saying we watch everything. I'm just saying like just talk about it. And then also like early era versus late era, kind of just a discussion mm-hmm. on the two companies and right. stuff like that. Thought it would be a. I know we used to think about doing more, less review 
centric episodes back in the day, but we kind of got away from that. I was thinking maybe we could come up with some ideas to do just like I like my idea. I still like the idea of doing, you know, instead, you know, mixing up the top 10 list instead of doing strictly years, which we we won't stop until we kind of run out of years, I guess. But uh, but doing specific subgenre top 10 lists, like just an example, like top 10 vampires, like vampires or werewolves or, you know, just something, you know, it doesn't have to be that generic, but it it, it, just something along those lines, you know what I'm saying? So. Um, I think that would be okay. Yeah, that would be I, fun. I, we did, I really would. We did bring that up that. years ago, and I know there was some feedback going. Yeah, that's a good idea, actually, because if you had all four of us on here, I'm sure our list would be completely different. It'd be fun conversations and stuff, and it's outside the box of a specific year too. And plus, you get to watch a bunch of fucking whatever movies, slasher movies, where or you could movies. do director ranked. You could do every movie from a director that doesn't have too many and rank them. Right? Rank them. Yeah, we could do Argento easy. Or, or Carpenter. Covered them all. We already did Argento. <laughs> Yeah, we kind of did. It would be fun to go through somebody's Yeah, but like sort of like a, a more – that was just based off of like fucking throwing a list together in two seconds. Yeah, I think that would be okay because then, you but, know, uh, those episodes and it's not like strictly reviews and – yeah, it would be fun to do. Yeah. Yeah, like I've a, seen a, all of most of – like, you know, I've seen all Romero's movies. Yeah. Yeah, like we could do a Romero. That would be fun. Um, yeah, I, I, I like the idea of, of doing other shit besides reviews here and there. Right. I, I think we should – definitely consider actually what do you guys think listeners out there you know? i mean we're getting to that point too because i mean the patreon stuff is is coming to a halt and like we're gonna it's get to the idea. point where we're gonna have to you know start picking you know either reviews or just say but i would like to go to the ladder and do you know these type of ideas if that's something mm-hmm. that y'all i'm not saying into. completely drop reviews either but no 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 absolutely like not worst canadian horror films but we're still <laughs> but we're still gonna have these you know these top 10 you know, random years and then the year end show, like there's still those shows are going to exist. Right. But then mix it up with all this other shit. I think it'd just be fun, you know, fun. Yeah, to do. it would be fun. That's what I'm trying to, I'm trying to do fun shit that I want to do. You know, mm-hmm. I like my idea. What's yeah. Jeremy idea? had a good idea. What is idea. it to do? Talk like, about movies, three movies, that, where three movies that directors. Yeah. Three movies that directors despise, like the key. Uh, oh, that they, made, that they made. Yeah. Joe Lynch has a, movie that he hated and nights uh, of badass yeah nice of yeah. badass badass him a horror movie or no no uh no but it's it's fucking terrible it's genre the keep <laughs> actually sucks yeah that, like, movie's, I don't think that movie's terrible dude i i fuck i struggled through that one man it's almost the best it has so much cool shit but it just fails yeah like, dude I, it, I agree so man bad. it's so it was like it was so frustrating. I could not. I could not pay attention, man. It's like the monsters great, the music's great, the castle's great, the cast is great. You're just like, why is this bad? I cannot right. figure out why this is bad. It yeah, makes like no the sense. That's why it's awesome. See, that's the great. That's the conversation right there. Why does this movie have go. all the elements of being amazing, but it sucks fucking donkey? And why? Dicks? And why does Michael Mann hate it so much? And all that kind of stuff. It'd yeah, we'd have to do a little bit of research for. <laughs> I, think, I, I think Michael Mann actually even right? said though there was a lot of production problems, and then they recut the movie because you know his cut originally had a bunch of different stuff, and then they put it. It's that typical studio shit where they're like, "Well, we don't like all this shit, so we're gonna cut it and make a different movie," and then they put it out, and he's like, "Fuck that, that's not my movie." So, that I mean, yeah. that's happened to a lot of directors where the studios literally change the end product. And you're like, fuck that. I want my name off that shit. I, I totally oh, respect yeah. that. I respect that because when you have a vision as a director and you, you know, a film's edited a certain way and the way you want it, you're like, that's my vision. Fuck you, man. Change my shit. Artistic yeah, I mean, integrity, that's what man. Joe Lynch. I mean, Coscarelli had uh, Beastmaster. Beastmaster. Right. You know, and this is it, actually that would be a show in itself right there. Movies that were hacked up by studios and released and directors <laughs> going, fuck you. 
That's not yeah, Alien Nightbreed. Three. Nightbreed. <laughs> right. Alien Three. Night, Nightbreed. It, it, exactly, man. Those are great examples of exactly what we're talking about. Exactly. Uh, yeah, and results awesome. that are just underwhelming, and then the director's like, no, no. But Nightbreed, I still think's great. Uh, Hellraiser Four. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hellraiser Four could have been great too. He took his name off of that one. Hellraiser Four could have been good. No, we'll Alan just do Smithy four production. movies directed by Alan Smithy. That's, yeah. it. That's what I wanted Nightbreed to do. is Alan one Smithy. of those movies that, like, I find Alan Smith so director spotlight. Alan That's Smithy. what I wanted to do, but four horror movies directed by. Oh, yeah, there Maniac Cop Three. Is. Get out of here. Maniac Cop Three is it Alan <laughs> Smithy? Yeah. Yeah, but was Lustig really that embarrassed? Yeah. Of Maniac. Yeah, Cop he hated that movie. Yeah. He just did the. I just listened to the commentary recently, and he was like, "I'd come around a little bit now," but yeah. he even put fucking on the on the back a commentary by Alan Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, last thing's the best. But uh, funny doesn't Larry Cohen actually doesn't like that third one either, right? Like, didn't he? Didn't no, he, Larry Cohen in the in the interview was like, two out of three ain't bad." Yeah, like he wrote this shit, and he's like, "No, this." Like he said something on the lines. It was like it was a terrible. It was a terrible write or something. I can't remember. It's pretty funny though. It was just fucked up. I don't even hate the movie. It's still entertaining. I haven't it seen is, it for so it long. Stupid. I feel like after talking to you that I might like it a little bit more. Well, don't watch two right before it because two see, is so I've good. I've only seen three great. one time and I watched all three of them in like the same. No, just watch number three first and you'll be very happy. Like two is great. Know, two is way better than all the other ones. I mean, like yeah. I love three though. Three is just fun. I just don't give a shit. It's stupid. It's meatball. Hey, uh, the mm-hmm. birds two was a fucking yep. alan smithy yep i know that <laughs> the super, birds two ain't even that bad it's bad but it's not nova, like real fucking rick that, rosenthal that, that. supernova that scream factory movie they released that's <laughs> alan smithy yeah oh still laughing about fucking <laughs> uh, who directed i can't get that angry s in there i'm sorry you just can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man <laughs> alan smithy shit yeah, no, others. I think we could definitely uh, come up with some fun ideas. Where does the whole Alan Smithy shit come from? What's the what's uh, there's the... a documentary about it? So yeah, there yeah, yeah. it's called the um, what is it? This this film is an Alan Smithy film or something? Oh yeah, an Alan Smithy film burn Hollywood burn. Ah <laughs> oh, shit! Ooh, appointment with fear from 1985. I watched that for 85. That movie fucking sucks balls. And Alan Smithy was credited originally with directing it. No shit, Student Bodies was Alan Smithy. I love Student Bodies. Uh, student Bodies is fun. He directed. Oh. He directed Student Bodies. Blood sucking. Well, Alan Smithy in Pittsburgh. It's not a real person. <laughs> I was gonna say. I was like, he didn't. There, there. That's Alan not the director. He's just the name that directors it's a take pseudonym. Movie. Yeah, yeah. No, I was hate. like, yeah, exactly. But I was like, that, that's not the name of the guy that directed Student Bodies. I'm Hellraiser Bloodline. Yeah. Kevin Yeager directed it, but it's an Alan Smithy. <laughs> it's so funny that it says Alan Smithy <laughs> in the credits. It's Wait, like, let me look at the blue which one says that on the back. Uh, Hellraiser Four. Uh, it's Alan Smithy. As oh, well. that's funny. Yeah. yeah. Let me look at the back of the Blu-ray. Um, but no, I think I think. Yep, directed I, by Alan Smithy. There it is. Maybe what? we could each come up with our own idea for like some sort of show or something and do them. That would be fun. Yeah, right. alternate names too right and we're obviously going to be taking um, ideas from the listeners also what do you guys want to hear yeah, us what do you do? guys want from us what, what do you, the fuck do you want I mean we're open for anything like I mean you know totally and if you say do the show without pants on we've been doing that yeah. well thank you Jeff 
Well, thank you, Jeff. If you've ever seen one of my video <laughs> reviews on YouTube, ninety-five percent of them, I'm not, I'm not wearing pants. So I usually just put a shirt on and times. I just sit in a chair because you can only see my upper body. Yep. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I remember I told somebody that, and they're like, "Shut the fuck up." I'm like, "No, seriously, I'm never wearing pants <laughs> or shorts." I've always worn gym shorts. Yeah. I've been uh, feeling sweatpants these days. I got to the point where I'd be wearing shorts, and I'm like, "Oh, it's review time," and I take them off. <laughs> It's stupid. It's like a comfort thing with me, man. I don't know why. Ah, all right. Well, on that note, should we move this along? Yeah. <laughs> all right, man. So that is going to conclude the intro. We'll be back with a couple reviews. <laughs> Feature presentation. Yo, who this? Yo, Moods, it's your boy, the ill-mented funky child, calling you to remind you that the featured reviews on this episode contain spoilers. Aw, oh, yeah, man, that's right, brother. Thanks for the heads up, player. Now go back to being an unproductive asshole. Fuck you. I tell your listeners to stop being so dumb, silly, sensitive. Yeah. All right, so getting into the featured reviews here on episode 220. I'm not 100% sure where we're going to call this episode. Maybe Extreme Show. There's no correlation between these two movies. They're just different and fucked up. Maybe we'll just call it the Fucked Up Show. I don't know. Incest Show. Incest Show. <laughs> we technically- Incest Show Volume Oh, my one. God, we could do that. You know, uh, every time I think we could, every, I never even actually thought, but that, that there is, that's the bond. That's I the think bond. we'd probably get flagged. I don't even know if we're allowed to title it that. Probably, probably not. not. But that is, Actually, that is the bond. That whole weird incest porn thing now. Cause like everybody has like on those like, like porn sites, it's all incest shit, which is fucking yeah. off putting. Well, well, I don't know. It's no, like one no, of the most no, no, popular. It's not incest. You have There's to say step. step, step. <laughs> Are you defending it or? I mean, Sounds like you're fucking trying to. Well, I'm sure JP hey, is. I've watched a handful of those. He likes what? those. He likes those incest things, man. He's a big fan. That's been. I like, like the girls. Everybody <laughs> likes them, dude. It's a huge thing. It's it's, it's probably I, the. Well, I'm not one into of the it. Well, then. I'm thinking. I, I'm thinking this first movie up here, um, from 1990, uh, directed by Nikos Nikolatis. Uh, he's a he's a Greek director. Um, so this is a film from Greece uh, called Singapore Sling. Um, now this one's got to be right up your 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 uh, alley there, JP. Um, actually, when I was watching this movie last night, I kept thinking to you, I was like, man, you must you me must too. be loving. I kept thinking of me too. I was like, yeah, I'm is- like, you must be loving this movie right now because you know it's it's got some pretty blatant incest shit going on in it. So. Um, yeah, okay, so quick little synopsis here. A man searching for his long-lost lover is kidnapped by her killers, an insane mother-daughter duo, and they force him to commit various sexual atrocities with them. Not really. All right, so yeah, that's I about it. had always heard of this movie. I know that Synapse released the DVD years and years ago. I never picked it up. I don't know why. I just that's... never did. So I knew about this movie, knew nothing about the movie. Um, I couldn't help but notice, like, obviously right away you notice that it's shot in black and white 
And then you realize why it is shot in black and white, because it's yeah. basically like a film noir. It's got the same setup it's as a, a film, film noir mixed with a black comedy mixed with a sexual, sexual exploitation film. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> they it's a, they it's, really did a good job with the like film noir aspect with like the rain. And oh, yeah. Well, the and, and the sound, me and Dave are talking. It's like this movie's too well made for what it. <laughs> well, the, the I mean, sound both effects, these right? movies are both guilty of being too well made for their subject yeah. matter. That's right. why. That's why they probably got shit that they do get is because they actually are effective. I did notice that, man, because like the sound effects, you know, the 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 always howling wind in the background and stuff that you always hear in the you know old fifties and forties films and stuff like that, and film noirs and shit. They they captured that that so well in this movie. It was so well done. But yeah, it is. It's a very dark black comedy. You know, mixed with some crazy extreme ideas, mixed with you know, you know this film noir subject. You know, it's it's literally like every film like, noir. It's a detective looking for somebody, and then a bunch of shit happens. Like it's yeah. like it's Liv literally Washington, the same. Like setup. the daughter, like the daughter, she has like halfway through the line, she'll have like a full retarded moment for a second, and then she'll keep going. And it's it's well, too the mushy. mother will like slip up and start speaking in yeah fucking another language. What is speaking it, in French? Well, you, you know what, man? You know what? I, I, this is that's something I was trying to figure out if it was done accidentally or if it's done on purpose because there is oh, moments it's totally where totally done on purpose. There's be, no mistakes. Because movie, like, yeah, they, she would say a line in whatever. It, I don't know if it was French. Was it? Is it not Greek? I have no idea. It's, but, it's French. It's French. So, the, so it's she French. speaks French, and then she'll just repeat what Her she said in French. Says, no, he doesn't understand French. Oh, okay. It, right, right in English, and I'm like, okay, so you know, it is what it is. But uh, yeah, it just it kept happening throughout the film with the mom all the time. Like it literally was the mom every single yeah. time. So, and but the guy who does voiceover in this, it's all voice like it's all voiceover for him, uh, the detective, and he completely speaks in a different language. So, well, he never speaks except voiceover, which is strange. Yeah, and, right. a, and yeah. weird thing also is they narrate, and they're narrating during scenes that they're fucking in. They'll literally be narrating, yeah. Yeah. and then they'll turn around, and then they'll be in the scene that they're narrating. And it's just a very weird story. Yeah, they're narrating they, like they talk to the camera, like. They bring yeah, the whole movie's breaking the fourth wall. Yeah, the whole movie's breaking the fourth wall. That is a really odd concept for a filmmaking because, you know, of having the lead detective voice over the whole film where he never actually has any, you know, in-film dialogue. And then you have these two main characters, the mom and the daughter, who are, you know, breaking the fourth wall and narrating scenes that they're in and stuff. And it's it's actually kind of done brilliantly at times because at first I wasn't sure about the performances, but then as the film went on, I was like, man, I think these two are really pulling it off. Well, it's hard to tell with oh, him they're very good. because he doesn't have any dialogue and he's literally just, you know, it's more so facial expression, but it's this movie's small. It's, it's all set in this house, you know, yeah. at, the, at their place. And there's only three characters, literally the whole movie has three characters. Only two of them talk breaking the fourth wall. And there's all this, like, it's just, it's an absurd movie with a simple premise that is executed so oddly like there's so much fucked up things going on here and it, it just after the movie ended i was like trying to figure out what the hell i just watched like what the point well, of I, was some is, of the, the way shit that i explained it it's like i liked it but i don't know why <laughs> i mean it, it's well made it's well acted there's a lot of good yeah. psychology in there there's yeah. a good mystery to the story and what happened to laura and if laura was actually there if she is laura at first you're like yeah. well and then you realize oh fuck laura was there laura had something to hide this guy yeah. has something to hide everybody's got something to fucking hide yeah yeah and uh yeah they're well, not she was the second man well right well 
she showed up. They, they explain it. They reenact yeah. it. They keep reenacting yeah, yeah, what yeah. happened, which yeah. is really genius too. And then he becomes incorporated in the reenactments. And sometimes penis I started getting knife. Yeah, I started yeah. that penis knife reveal was the best reveal in the movie. But I started getting girly vibes for a while. Like I was like, who are these people exactly? Yeah, and I also right. started started getting those vibes. What was that movie that came out two years ago? It made Carly's top ten. It was about the two robbers, the two girl robbers, and they go into that rich house, and the girls there, and then you find out that they've been fucking doing all this uh, crazy like play acting and they're completely insane remember oh, that one yeah 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 it's like knock knock it was really good that. yeah was, I know it I know. was like a lot like this except it didn't have the hardcore masturbation with food that made me want to throw up oh, well I, I said that, that that movie that I watched at the marathon has very similar scenes I was very curious if it was uh, well, oh you're talking about that, 61st or something yeah that's precisely I like that movie. I think you thought it was serious. And that movie's clearly a satire, like a comedy. That's precisely what I'm so talking wait, about. So wait, was here. that movie woke like Jeremy said or no? Absolutely uh, not. So that's <laughs> exactly what I was getting at with this film. <laughs> Jeremy's a fucking idiot. Because you know, the the, the way this movie <laughs> said absolutely the not. way this movie moves itself along and you know, like the actual narrative of it is actually pretty cool and I love how they incorporate the reenactments and with him in there. It's actually quite cleverly done. But the, ride, but the ride to get there, this movie is so bizarre because I feel like there's so much shit going on that is possibly thrown in there for shock value. I'm not 100% sure because, let's face it, the, the, the relationship between the mother and daughter is bizarre because they obviously have an incestuous lesbian relationship. They show clips of... I've never seen a strap-on scene like that between mother and yeah, daughter. Yeah, but, <laughs> but, it, but it stems because this movie actually starts out with the mother and daughter mourning the loss of the, the husband slash father. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. And so and, and the weird thing is like he has died and he's mummified in their attic and stuff and they show flashback clips of daddy doing the daughter doggy style. I don't so, even think that's flashbacks. I, I think that's why she's <laughs> I think it's current. I think that's why she's fucked up. The father obviously sexually abused her right? and right. the mother. And the mom didn't yeah, but right the father also now I don't know what the reliable nature of the narrator is, but we get they mentioned that the father was the killer, like he would kill people. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I think that you know, what I, I mean? think and they kind they of explained it a way it. that yeah, they started doing it as a way of like homage to him or something like that. I think they kind of explained it that they, they needed to keep Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, they needed to kind of keep <laughs> the ball rolling since he passed away. But they show these odd clips of like him doing the the daughter doggy style, and then like she's loving him. And then they have this relationship with the mom, and then there's these weird fucking scenes like they're kind of sexually exploiting this dude and there's an odd scene where the daughter pukes on the dude's face oh, and she's yeah, masturbating with food but this is what this what is did what I say she has an ugly what did I say last week before I watched this I said I can't stand puke and I can't stand food with sex yes me too I said the puke. same thing I'm the same way dude and watching this shit I'm, and I'm like thinking to myself the whole time there's these weird masturbation scenes with food and with organs and things like that and stuff and like mm-hmm. there's like a little bit of cannibalism in here and there's there's sex with food and there's well, puking I think it's and a cat. I think they're eating cat from what I yeah cat? it could be well there is yeah, a disembowelment scene too with the with the guts and stuff. I think she might have mass I don't know it, it's it's yeah, kind of a blur now cool too, but, but there's a lot well. of like craziness that's in the middle of this movie within this kind of like ingenious narrative like the ride there is so fucking it, it's just bizarre to watch it really is yeah. really bizarre so my whole thought process was like what is the point? I get it. They're very sexualized and stuff, but some of the shit that they're doing is like so extreme. It's so extreme. I just think they were fucked up. I didn't understand the I masturbation also... scenes. I didn't understand the mas- masturbation scenes. It's just because like everything that's even said in, in the dialogue in this film turns into something sexual. And all of a sudden it's like, Oh, she's rubbing her pussy. Like she's rubbing her pussy a lot in this movie. 
Like she has yeah, a hairy she's pussy just fucking too. Super sexually. Yeah, it's like, but it's not good teeth. But if you watch the, if you if you listen to what they're saying, it also yeah, she's got good teeth. Dude, shut the fuck up with the teeth thing. She does. I couldn't well, see I the teeth. With teeth. You always mention it. I couldn't see the teeth because she was too busy opening up her vagina on screen. Like, there's open <laughs> vaginas. It's crazy. Like, there's so much crazy shit going on in this. But it's almost hard to, like, take it serious at that point because, you know, it. if you look on IMDb, it's labeled as a comedy drama horror. But, yeah, you can definitely see the, you know, the dark elements here. I'm not... I'm assuming they're using the whole incest thing as like dark. I don't know, but man, the it, is, ri- it is absurdist. It's absurdist. It's what you'd call like absurdist, like candied or something where it's so bizarre. Well, it's like one thing, like, the, the like they're talking about one thing and then all of a sudden it, it literally flashes back into like the mummy daddy, the daddy that's mummified, like doing the daughter the doggy daddy. style. And I'm like, what the, I'm like, what the, yeah, the mummy daddy. Right. And I'm like, mummy what the daddy. fuck? I'm like, this is so bizarre. Right. And then it cuts into this scene and then you get a little bit of like serious dialogue, you know, like voiceover from this detective that's looking for his long lost. And it's all head love. games too. The whole movie's head games. Yeah. And it's like, it's, I didn't it. understand. So what the fuck? Like, I thought the scene where the detective shows up was like weirdly, he was sleeping in the Darn. car. He's homeless, and he's sleeping in the yeah, car. He trailed he across Laura them. there. He trailed Laura there yeah. to that location, and then he spotted them. He had been shot for some reason. Yeah, yeah that's what I was car to rest. He weird. called the car to rest. He didn't see them kill somebody. They find him. They take him in. They make him a sex slave. Then they realize that he knew Laura because he has the booklet, yeah. or and they start getting interested. So they know Laura too. So they start like reenacting and bring him into it as their sex slave. But at first, you don't even know if they even know fucking Laura, or they're just reading the book and acting yeah, it out yeah exactly and you still kind of maybe don't know but it seems like in the beginning they were they were reenacting it yeah the, yeah because they they who the fuck well, is yeah, Laura to them you know what i mean like yeah because they're, they're, they're reenacting the murder at one oh, point yeah, yeah, right because they actually disembowel like she gets killed and they disembowel yeah. her and stuff like that so yeah. and, but then yeah they do but that then our, a few like, but then our main the, character they, or the daughter in the beginning and then the, the, main, the mother play the daughter plays laura and fucking blows the mom yeah. 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 Right. And then, and then, of course, as the narrative pro- progresses, like the daughter kind of turns into Laura. But then there's a point where the, they talk about her. Like the mom even says, "I, or I think actually, I think it's the detective. He's like, he's confused. He's like, I'm pretty sure that she's kind of crazy because she actually thinks that she's Laura right now and stuff like that. And like, how are we going to break to her that she's not? Some weird fucking shit going on there. How the fuck did this guy get shot? And why, why is he just? Well, out sometimes fucking- there's mystery. Yeah, why not? The shot thing? No idea. I don't know because normally when you get shot, you don't continue to investigate a fucking thing. Well, I think that's. Well, it does when you're on your run. It's that typical film noir. He's clearly obsessed with it. It's that typical film noir, man. Like, film noirs, dude. Like, that's the obsession. All the detectives are obsessed with cases and stuff. And in this case, it was like his muse, like his lover and stuff like that. So he's obsessed. So he's going to truck on, even though he's been shot, which is, you know. To the layman, it's kind of like extreme, but you know, it's what you do in in film wars. So I get it. I get the uh, the attitude behind it. But uh, this is a weird one. Yeah, it's like like I said, it's a movie that I I liked, but I, I didn't like. I don't know why I liked it. Honestly, dude, this one is beautiful. It's shot in black and yeah. white. I think it's acted brilliantly. Too. Kind of remind me of screenplay. Like it's super well made. Yeah. And it's quirky and weird it's edited well it sounds good it's got like this total old school feel and they capture that so well and i think you know i mean there's a lot of scenes in this that are 
it's a mixed bag, man, because for somebody like, you know, well, I think all of us really, me and Dave, especially, I can't stand fucking food and sex, man. It just, it grosses I mean, me out. And it's it'll never make me dislike a movie. It'll just make me. Yeah. Well, and it's stuff. not even the fact that it's like, you know, kind of minorly done in this. There's some really extremely close up shit yeah. of like, of shit being shoved and put like, it just looks so gross. It literally is the grossest angles. They, they do it purposely, obviously. Sure. And they do a really good job of exploiting the shit out of that. But yeah, it, you know, it kind of throws you for a loop here and there and stuff. But um, there's a lot of great elements of filmmaking here. But it's just the it's the internal content. It's not the actual narrative. It's the shit within the narrative that is kind of hard to to digest, so to speak. Um, but I think I, I, was just I think like, it's pretty the, clever. I, like the whole time I'm watching it, I'm just like, where the fuck is this going? And I was a little bit relieved that there was at first I thought it was going to be plotless. You know what I mean? Just yeah. a bunch of fucking BDSM, sadistic fucking sex and torture and violence and gr- graphic shit. But yeah. it, it has a story. I don't really think that I think the story is necessarily that good, though. That's my thing. No, I think, I mean, it's, it's, the, I think yeah. it's the way it's executed. That's good. Yeah. I don't think the actual narrative of it isn't it's nothing it's nothing mind blowing, but I think it's the way they execute the simplicity of the narrative by like, you know, by the third act when they're, they're really starting to reenact things and incorporating him. I think that was actually very clever because when have you ever really seen something like that? And you also don't know I what mean, they're going to do. Unique. You don't know their motive. You don't really know what all three characters are, are going to do or where, where their, their, I guess, loyalty lies at the end until the very end. You don't really know. Yeah. You really yeah, don't you know. You really don't still know. I mean like the whole thing, like what was cracking me up was like the smoking thing where she's like hiding that she's smoking. Mommy won't let me smoke. Yeah. yeah no. It was like a big thing. Like it was like a big deal to her. It's just weird, quirky things within fucked up so families, strange. you know. She's childish. She's also very childish. It's like she, her mentality was stunted at a very young age. Oh, obviously, yeah. she's just not there. Yeah. Yeah, because she was raised. Yeah, by but her sometimes dad. I can't even I mean, tell that, if she's not there or that's that like. That doesn't necessarily mean that that's the reason, but it definitely didn't help. No. Yeah. The whole family's like, fucking nuts. It, I don't trust anybody. <laughs> like, like I'm no. like, is this really you or are you like? Welcome to the world of film noir. Don't trust anybody. Right. Yeah. That's film noir. Yeah. Yeah, I I love me some film noirs, man. Yeah, I watched a bunch back when we first started. I just picked up a couple more film noir box sets, actually. Got to get to them, but I've always liked... Haven't got number one, though, because that thing's worth like $400. Which one? Kino Volume 1 on Blu-ray of the film noir set. Oh, yeah, I have the DVD set. Yeah, I know. I got, yeah, and then two, three, and four on Blu-ray, but... But yeah, anyways... Five just came out. Yeah, I know, and it was weird because I couldn't find a pre-order or... I couldn't even find it. It was fucking strange, but I'm sure I'll eventually get it. But, also, but yeah, I got electrocuted. A... There was a that electrocution shit was cracking me up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because it was like 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 super sex. It's like right. <laughs> I was like, couldn't stop laughing. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, this is a fucking. You know, it's it's one of these films that like I would like to rewatch just to kind of figure out things within the narrative. But then I don't want to rewatch because I don't want to see some of that nasty fucking food sexual shit. And even I, just I wish it, I just wish it was a little bit shorter. Personally, when she pukes know, on it, his face, though, that was gross because I was, was like, nasty. I was like, what the fuck? Why is she doing this, man? Because he was like fucking passed out, anyways. It's not like she was humiliating him because he was awake. Like, I'm going to puke in your fucking face, you piece of shit, sex slave. You know, it's like, no, he was fucking out. I'm like, that was weird. I can do puke. I can't do shit. I can't do either. Uh, I mean, I watch do any of them. I just would prefer not to. I mean, this is like, this is very light comparison yeah. to something like Lucifer. Well, it helps movie. that it's in crazy black and murder. White, think, crazy actually. murder is really gross. It's crazy murder might be one of the grossest movies I've ever seen in my life. 
yeah, it, it's really nasty. It. It's really, really nasty. Like, he, like it's so graphic. Close ups of shit. Oh, f- there's <laughs> so shit. much shit, dude. Like eating shit, man. But it looks so gross. <laughs> Oh, the, man. the worst is like you get to those Japanese movies that I refuse to watch that are just like squirm fast and like the, the like scat stuff like it's just like these aren't I saw movies. somebody, I saw yeah, somebody that... selling a VHS of squirm fest on Facebook yeah that's day. gross that's gross not even yeah. movies not like day. to me I can't do it no that's yeah. just fucking gross um, but I will say Singapore Sling in a Nutshell is a very interesting hybrid film. It, you know, it has a lot of really interesting things going on in it. And um, it's definitely not going to be for everybody. I don't really like saying that because I don't think any movies for everybody, you know, there's always something that someone's not going to dislike, but this one specifically is, I think it's going to be for, you know, people that like experimental type shit, maybe that are a little bit extreme and stuff. This is one of those films. I wouldn't recommend really to anybody. I honestly think that it's not, it's on the like lighter end of the extreme films, I would say. Yeah, yeah, it has its but moments that are just like ugh, it it's cringeworthy. Moments. It's cringeworthy. Yeah, um, it, it, from a gross aspect. Yeah, uh, but like you know, even though I'm I'm gonna give this one a decent rating, I, I would have a hard time recommending this to well, people because honestly, yeah. dude, like like I, there's just so many things in this film I could see people not. It liking. just depends what you like, right? You know, if you like. The films that push boundaries and stuff like that. And yeah. Synapse used to put out some cool shit back in the day. Now that I'm thinking mm, about right. it, I think they still, they still put do. out cool shit. Yeah, but they it's used just, to put out like, like put worm out and worm and header, and they used to put out like modern stuff. <laughs> We're gonna have us ahead of almost Everest. Yeah, single day. they put out some good modern <laughs> stuff. Like they were one of the better labels that would put out great retro stuff. But then you know for the modern times like worm and header oh they fell off of header is still yeah, one of the dude, craziest ideas from header actually there's a fucking basically a header scene in uh in serbian film actually yeah <laughs> but uh yeah header was a pretty interestingly fucked up idea yeah it's a crazy but, movie but yeah it's yes yeah, yeah this is um it's definitely one of a kind i've never seen anything like this let's put it that way could never compare this to anything so i guess it has that going for it but you guys have anything else on Singapore Sling? I don't really know what else to say about it. Um, yeah, I hate like the reason I did not, dude. I I have like Dave Zisms a little bit sometimes where like the entire time we had this for like a year, I was like, I don't want to fucking watch a movie called Singapore Sling. Didn't even know what it meant. Glad that I found out that it's a fucking drink. Yeah, but uh, oh yeah, and the also title. I knew it was a drink. I had no idea that that's that's what they were referring to in the movie, though. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Yeah. He has a recipe for a Singapore sling in his wallet. Yeah, because he doesn't have a name, so they call him Singapore sling. And they call him Singapore sling, which is just fucking funny because it's like too many syllables. Well, that's that's what you do, though. Like, if you find a guy from Texas and he's not talking, you're like, hey, Texas. (laughs) That's how how people are. They're assholes. I I probably just call him Belt Buckle. I call him Belt Buckle. (laughs) Hey, Pittsburgh. You've heard people get called Pittsburgh when you're out. Well, it's like in, um, what is it, Zombieland, Tallahassee and shit, right? Yeah, people do that, man. Whatever identifying factor they can have. Th- that's totally right. an American thing. You would never catch somebody in Canada being like, hey, Saskatchewan. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's hey, all Because nobody wants to say Saskatchewan because nobody says it properly. I don't know. Hey, I'm going to phone you. Yeah. But uh, anyways, JP, go on. Um, that's it. Yeah. Singapore Sling. I can see that. I can see that. That's definitely a Dave Z thing to do. I ain't watched a movie called Singapore Sling. Fuck that shit. 
Yeah. Well, we've had it for, I've had it for 20 years and I never watched the fucking thing, so I guess I'm guilty too. I don't know yeah, why. Do you know how many times I had this movie? It wasn't the name, it's just I don't know. I don't know. I had I this know. movie in my cart so many times and was going to buy this thing so many times and I just never pulled the trigger. I don't know why. It was nothing to do with the name and actually the name itself I always thought was an Asian movie. <laughs> so did I. Because Synapse always put out so many Asian was. movies, right? I just figured it was part of the Asian line. I was like, okay, but I just never picked it up for whatever. And you know what? I think the reason was because I could never find it for like under 20 and I was like, fuck, I'm not paying fucking 20 bucks plus for a dvd i watched a german blu-ray that had was english friendly yeah. look great look great nice they're all well, english friendly the movie is in english. in english for the most well part. yeah they had an english and then the french was in english subtitles yeah the yeah, voiceover the, the, the dude the french, french aspect is like i would honestly say like 25 percent of the less movie. than that yeah he doesn't yeah. have that 15%. much dialogue in it. he doesn't have that much dialogue well, between him and the mom, I can't imagine yeah. anybody wanting to watch this, but be, like this disturbing or weird movie, and then being hung up by subtitles, though. No, it, the, these most disturbing movies or extreme movies are subtitled, yeah, or, or just from, so crazy that like they don't make Americans a fucking problem. Yeah, Americans don't make fucked up movies most of the time. Yeah, they, they're just cheap. Yeah, yeah. August America makes the most, but they they don't really ever have a budget usually when you get to like other countries somebody's paying for it and you're like who paid for what this? are the looser valent are those canadian those are canadian i'm pretty sure yeah yeah they are Garbage. how do you call that guy by his name his name should not be lucifer valent he's actually from around my way so it's kind of fucked up yeah. that guy's disgusting because he's like yeah, he woof, too much puke <clears throat> Um, not for me. So if, okay. So <laughs> in retrospect, if we ever got the year 19, I, I'd have to take a look at the movies from 1990, but 90. would this ever be considered to be on a list? No. Top uh, 1990 is actually a very strong year to be honest. I can't remember. Yeah, I, I, know we've, I, head, I know we've, I know we've no, I know tremors is on my list. You got tremors. You got oh, yeah. dead 1990. You got Nightbreed. You got Jacob's ladder. You got misery. It's a very competitive year. Good year yeah. 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 Yeah, but it's possible. Yeah, I, don't like I mean, I, I didn't. I don't know. I got to see like what the competition is. It would make my top twenty-five. I'm sure of it. And that's high because I would watch like 120. Yeah, Jesus. ninety. Yeah, ninety. Yeah. I'm catching man. up to you on 1994, Dave. Oh, Exorcist Three is also 1990. Um, yeah, I got 64 94s. Yeah, I, 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 I got, got to about 30. 12, I got so to I got to 30, you. and then I was like, I'm gonna like, take a break. What's the other 30 that I'm gonna watch after? So I think 60 is probably you good. might actually be watching too little. You padded with full moon. <laughs> well, <laughs> well I mean, they, we got a We got a lot of time. No, another 30 is actually quite a bit considering this year. Dave's, I, I think mean, there might be more like out of because I see more everything you watch. I think there might be more than 30 worth watching still. I, I think so, too. I got a list of about 30 more. I can't really find too much more. I'll look at your list when you're kind of getting towards the end. I'll I know there's a the few ones of the ones I'm going to have to get on Plex. I know Dave rated. I'm thinking like, you know, if they're eights, I guess. I don't know. Maybe some well, of those seven, ones. Sevens, I think, are worth watching. Yes. Like, I'm telling you, I think people like Angel. I think somebody like Dave Z would, or Brandon would like Angel Dust. Yeah. Like, it was a good movie. And I was like, you ever watch a movie? You're like, oh, that's a good movie. It's better than I'm giving it. A, I'm giving it like a seven seven or a seven and a quarter and it's probably like a seven and a half right yeah there was definitely a few of those on your list i I noticed that some of those uh obscure asians and i think they were pretty much all obscure asian films that were about those so they could be uh definitely put into the rotation so yeah, we'll see. I mean, I'm not also, I'm not setting my shit in stone that I'm going to watch 60. I oh, mean, yeah. the, the point is like 30 more from this point And like, you know, I'm kind of at that where I'm going to be looking at 
other films outside the box kind of thing. So, you know, he does what it is. But I, I couldn't help but I'm it's actually having the a very good time on 94. Dude, I've watched yeah, 30... one of the easiest years so far. I, I don't even think I have one movie under five. Like, I like the films from 94. It's fucked up. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I've had some real turds, but the turds were fun. Mm-hmm. Except a couple of them were pretty rough. Yeah, I haven't watched anything rough, rough yet, man. But then again, a lot of them... I've watched a few I haven't seen, so... Not too bad. you got to watch Spike. I love I'm actually at 19, I, which is more than I thought. The Club was, was probably one of the worst ones I've seen so I far. I stopped. After you said it was terrible, I got five minutes in, or like 10, 15. I, I was like, I'm tapping out. This man, is shit. dude, I saw the transfer on YouTube, and it was so bad. I was like, oh, man. Uh, on There's Tubi. an HD print of The Club, but it's just fucking... Is, is there one on Tubi? Okay, I'll check it on Tubi then. I don't know. I have a VHS of it. Hmm. Maybe I'll throw that VHS out. <laughs> all right um so who wants to start with singapore sling well jp has to go first every time no we'll go with jeremy we'll start with jeremy <laughs> fuck you douchebag <laughs> i waited too long for someone to answer so i said fuck it i'm gonna do it myself it's, i'm gonna play the type uh, a singapore gonna... sling all right i'll go that's the movie yes thanks jp i understand that at least i don't get down to 10 anyway um what at least I could count to ten. Yeah, I said. <laughs> I give this one a count to ten. I give this one a six. All right, Dave, what do you got? I'm going to come in higher than this. Uh, I like weird shit. You guys know that. Anything that's going to show me something I had never seen is going to get a lot of points. It's well made. It's extreme, right there. It just it. It also it is different. Um, it's as if Humphrey Bogart was trapped in a sex fucking triangle <laughs> with the family from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre in Greece. So I'm giving it a, I'm giving it a fucking eight. I don't care. I like it. I'd watch it again. No, you get to nothing eight. else like this. A fucking eight. A yeah. Fucking eight. Cause eight's high. Eight's high, man. Yeah, it is high. So I'm giving it. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm happy. I watched this. This is whenever we do these things, you know, films that are recommended to us and stuff like that. And, and that's partially why I did enjoy the Patreon selections is cause like, I this is fucking, I, maybe if we pulled 90, I might've watched it, but I, I don't think that this is the type of film that is going to just come into my radar to watch, you know, unless it's for something. So I always appreciate that. And like, what was that movie? Me and you reviewed moods. It was like that fucking weird Spanish LSD infused movie. <laughs> Remember that one, the trip or something, like trip or something. Criterion put it out, I think. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Talked about uh, no. no. Um no. The Rapture. The Rapture. That's it's what it was. Oh yeah. Arabato. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just put it out. Yeah. Like that right. one was cool too. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. I kind of got that vibe from this, where it's just like a weird experimental piece of cinema. Um, I did like it. I thought it was very engaging the whole time tad bit on the long side for what i would like to see it especially on like a rewatch thing where like the runtime might put this one off for me um to like give it a rewatch but overall uh i i think that it's a pretty good movie i think that this is a definitely a film that people out there who are like looking for stuff they haven't seen and want to see something unique this is definitely a film i recommend for that if if you're cool with like you know a little extreme type of shit but i give it a seven a fucking seven yeah i'm in the same boat man this movie was definitely interesting enough and i like the way it was constructed too man it, it went into a place that i was not expecting considering what i was seeing 
during the film. You know, I thought it was just more going to be more exploitive. I thought it was more just kind of one of those fancy pantsy art house type films because I'm like, oh, okay, I get this. It's shot in black and white. They're doing the film noir thing with kind of an extreme angle and shit. But then, you know, it got really nasty. But then it got kind of cool within the narrative too. And I was like, oh, this is kind of cool how they're doing. This is definitely different breaking the fourth wall, having this other character talk and voiceover. So there was a lot of unique things that were going on. It's a very, very fucking cynical movie, which I really do like because it kind of, it kind of gets you thinking and you're like, okay, you know, I just like cynical shit, man. I really do. Um, but I feel like that's, you know, kind of a big part of it. And, uh, this one isn't going to be for everyone. I've said that before. There's a lot of gross shit. I mean, some of the shit in this movie is not even for me. Right. Um, but I think it's solid enough, man. There's a lot of great filmmaking here and I'm going to come in at a seven and a half out of 10 on this one. I would rewatch this one, but I do respect what JP saying about the runtime. It is, it runs like an hour 51, I believe. It's pretty long. Yeah, it, it honestly is a too long. It is a little bit too long. I think if you shaved off a good 15 minutes of this one, it would probably be right in that wheelhouse where you're like, yeah, I consider rewatching it, you know, a little bit quicker. But yeah, it runs a, bit, a little bit too long, unfortunately. But put it on during Thanksgiving dinner or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> Man, oh, I love those... the scenes where they were burying the body at the beginning and stuff like that. I just I love the aesthetic. The uh, the dinner scenes are actually, you know, besides the obvious sex sex with food and I'm stuff was nasty, but the food Texas scenes, Massacre. the food scenes were <laughs> gross. When they're eating those shellfishes and stuff, it's just fucking yeah. nasty, dude. I don't even yeah. like watching anybody eat. I just hate watching people eat. But it's like it's, I, it's close yeah, ups, and it's like, oh, dude, this, the sound effects are gross. It's oh fun. yeah, it's I love Snowtown Murders. Nah, that movie sucks. <laughs> Snowtown Murders. <laughs> Jerry's like, they only fucking eat in that movie. That's all they do is eat in the fucking movie. That's all they do. Yeah, that's a good movie. That movie, oh, man, I, I hate to say it, man, because I love Aussie cinema, but man, that one was that was a huge disappointment. for Not me, a too. huge fan either. No, yeah. I don't get it. Most most Aussie movies suck. To me, to be honest, really. Like, what name five good Aussie movies without stumbling? Oh my god! Dead end driving. I could go on forever, man. Razorback. Which was the other Revenge. one? Revenge. Oh wait, that's French. <laughs> yeah, you're done. That's a fail. Uh, Dark Age. That's a fail. Next of Kin. If your second fuck is a French movie, that's a fail. I fucking forgot that I mixed up the countries. Relax. Oh, yeah, but I said without stumble, and you stumbled. I didn't stumble. I just said that's the a wrong. stumble. Then what's no, a stumble? That's a stumble. Dude, there's the, get out. Stop, David. <laughs> that's the truth. I actually there's a good, lot of good Australian movies, but I, I'm just not the hugest fan of all of them. Like I don't. A Dead End Driving's okay to me. I don't think it's great. Oh fuck, I love it, man. I I can watch Dead End Driving I, all the time. Three. I love Turkey Shoot, man, so much. Like there's Turkey so Turkey Shoot's great. Shoot? Yeah. There's so Turkey many Shoot movies. Is great. I, you know, you I mean, did not turkey shoots greatness. Yeah, turkey shoots fucking fantastic, man. What's but the, the thing I like about Aussie films, man, on the uh, fair called, game. Yeah, yeah fair that game. One. That's another good one, man. I really like Mexican. I've never seen too. that one. That one looks great. I really like Mexican. Uh, what's strange behavior? Mexican's great. Yeah, Mexican. Great behavior. Lady stay dead. Lady stay dead is another one that I think is really a kind of underrated too, man. It's a good one. What's the one with um? Oh, Mad Dog. Wake and fucking fright. I'm okay on Lady Stay Dead. Yeah, I think it's pretty good. What about good, Wake and Fucking Fright? Yeah, Wake, Wake and Fright's great. I oh, mean, dude, fuck Sand, though. It's, it's Lady Stay Dead. Just beyond classic, man. That movie's amazing. One of my favorite movies of all time, actually. Mad Dog Morgan's fucking amazing. Um, I just don't think Snowtown Murders is that bad. Like, I like it. It's uh, Day of the Panther is I outstanding. Mean, that shit is cheesy as fuck. Love it. Dangerous Dave Game Hamels. is cool. Hey, dangerous, dangerous Game is cool. The man from Hong Kong. 
Oh, the, the man, man from Hong Kong's fun, dude. The man from Hong Kong is so good, man. I love that shit. George Lazenby is a fucking stud in that movie. He's a great bad guy. I even like some of the newer ones. Like I, I know Jeremy's a big fan of the Love Ones. I think that one's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, Love Ones is great. I think you reviewed Lake yeah. Mungo. That was, was a, that's a decent. That's Love a, that's Ones a good and one. Hounds of Hounds of Love are both good movies that I don't love. Storm Warning's pretty good. Yeah, Lake Mungo is one of those movies that just has one little issue a, with it. But not a fan of Lake Mungo. I didn't like it very much. Uh, I've Undead, never seen Lake Mungo. Undead is really cool. I, I think a lot of it might even be considered a New Zealand film. I'm not sure, but Undead I thought was kind of a cool movie for later Aussie shit. Yeah, I'm not 100 on Patrick. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, but Patrick. Everybody knows the Italian sequel. Patrick still lives is better. There's an American <laughs> Patrick Awakening. That, that yeah. movie is so Patrick fucking. Still lives. It's, it's so sleazy. It's, it's so bad. sleazy. It's so sleazy. I like it. Oh, Black man. Water, The Reef. There's a man. Lot this of is the uh, Australia show. Yeah, we should do a volume two sometimes. Man, I would love to do. Man, that's that's a top. We should just do an Australian show, like our top ten favorite, top and then we can Australian. just yeah, fucking BMX Bandits, man. Come on. Well, we got to keep it. Is it horror? We just can do exploitation and horror. Oh, I do exploitation and horror, whatever. Just your exploitation. We'll just call it exploitation. Body melt. I, I fucking love body melt. Are you kidding me? I love body melt. <laughs> body melt. So, so good. I love it. Games. I just love the body melt. I, I watched body melt like when the DVD was released, and everybody's like, oh, it's, it's not, it's not good. Like I don't get it. I, I like it, man. I Sky Pirates is another one I really like too, man. It's fun. But yeah, what was the uh, alligator one? Not Dark Age, the other one oh, from yeah, Earth, like late. Like there's late. Dark Age, Rogue. Rogue, or is it Prime? Wolf Creek, of course, you got a name. Oh yeah, there's Wolf Rogue. Creek too. Is Blackwater yeah, Aussie? Blackwater, yeah, yeah. Blackwater and the Reef. Long Weekend. Oh yeah, the the fucking Long Weekend. Are we? We named every Australian movie there was ever made. <laughs> right. Think, hey man, there's a lot of fucking good ones, dude. Twenty-two shots of moods and tangents. But I will not include the Howling Three. <laughs> on that man because i do not like the hell the marsupials it's so fucking boring man that movie is just it's dreadfully boring to me man i like it i cannot i think the best thing about that movie is the original artwork man the artwork is pretty cool but that movie is just it's a total snooze fest to me man oh man i could never get into that one all right so yeah what were we doing oh yeah your rating that was uh i did i did give my rating seven and a half we all gave our rating Uh, so we're done Uh, that is going to conclude Singapore Sling from 1990 alright so moving along here into the second and final film tonight from 2010 is the highly controversial film titled a Serbian film Uh, yeah I think we probably all have heard of the movie before um and or have seen it have you guys seen this movie before first time you know everything about it same six times me and jeremy as i say it this is the most mainstream extreme movies besides human centipede well this movie got so publicized when it came out so so this was the first time you've seen it jeremy and jp yeah yeah but like me and jeremy were talking dude like i knew the fucking entire movie well yeah Yeah. because it was so like you gotta remember so weird there was no surprises in the entire fucking movie. Yeah, well, that's your fault. You got you got to Is remember it? though, man, because in two thousand, yeah. this movie came in two thousand ten. I think it was you know two thousand ten. Twelve 11. years old. 
but, yeah, but that like was that was really the time remember on youtube when the extreme community like there was so much extreme shit happening and stuff like this I hated was, that community. everybody talked <laughs> about this movie like it like when it came out it was just like boom serbian film so yeah everybody and their dog was talking about this film so if you'd never seen it you probably knew every little last detail about it and stuff and so i i first watched this movie when it uh like on a boot like my buddy had downloaded this film and it was the cut version of it so i'd seen the cut version first and then i got that boot or not the bootleg but the um you know the taped on the pants of cardboard yeah the the edition from diabolic that was uncut that's a really cool yeah. edition i think that actually. was called the bootleg edition it, it is called the bootleg. Fucking the invincible pictures fucking sold it for like 30 dollars, and it was just a cardboard fucking yeah. piece but i, I but i liked i liked how they did it though because it made they made it look like a bootleg right but it wasn't cut yeah. so i got to see it that way and this is my third time watching and actually i haven't watched this movie since probably that edition came out so but it was like watching and you know i remembered everything so uh, um, but yeah. Can we say something before we start this? I really want to say this. If anybody's coming here to comment that we're perverts or we're monsters and this shouldn't be made, we don't give a fuck. Don't leave because a comment. Because we Just have pervert cards. No, no so not even that. I'm, I'm not even trying to make a joke out of this. I am so sick and tired of fucking people that have never heard of an extreme movie. They only know about this movie because it was so widely publicized and they're on this fucking weird tirade and this fucking moral fucking crusade to fucking go out and stop it when there's millions of fucking movies where actual pedophiles directed the movies that you watch and buy basically supporting pedophiles but this movie has pedophilia in it but it's not real. It's fake. Nobody was hurt and it all shows it all as a disgusting fucking act that it is period that's right we actually had a comment not too long we must have mentioned a serbian film or something all along the lines in an episode within whatever time someone commented and said well let me read let me read the serbian film is fucking disgusting yeah yeah if if this ain't for you i get it fine that's perfectly fine but like to be like everybody who sees it it should be banned yada 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 like i I know what yeah that was that was happening in um i know what the context was facebook group i know what the context Um, was because i mentioned something about um uh, oh, Yerk Burgerite. Me- when Yerk Burgerite made it, you know, necromantic and stuff, he was he was opposing censorship in Germany because they were censoring everything. And he yeah. said, "Fuck you! I want to make something that you actually can censor." Well, I think <laughs> this was kind of made the same way, and I made the I made the um, yeah. It the, said that in the fan. Yeah, so yeah. I made I made this comment about a Serbian film was also made just like the necromantic films it was to oppose censorship because serbia was going through some crazy shit they were censoring everything that the people weren't allowed to see anything so they said fuck this man we're gonna make a movie that you know is really extreme and it has a it has social commentary and we're fighting we're opposing this shit but they do it in a in a in my opinion they do it properly too right it's shown well, in let a me disgusting read. way and that, that was read. the point but then Go this ahead. person said to me they said fuck you it wasn't made for that shit they were making extreme shit for the sake of making extreme shit and i'm like this is exactly what dave is talking about people not getting the facts about why these films were made and stuff like that. Oh, well, and, let me, and let, me cannibal, read, let me read this. Cannibal Holocaust got brought up with the same shit. So yeah, yeah I'm going to, I'm going to get into that. So I messaged my, I was talking to my friend. I was like, we're going to review this on the, on the show. And he, he's as a movie fan. He's not a, Do you have a friend. Fan. Shut the fuck up. Let me ah, tell my story. Boom. I was like, Oh, we're, we're reviewing Serbian film. And he's like, ew, this movie is shock bullshit and very tasteless. And then I was like, have you ever seen it? And he's like, yes, it's fucking disgusting. And I'm not trying to be like conservative and be one of those, oh man, you're such a square. But at the same time, it's a movie about a guy who ends up finally fucking his own family. And I said, indeed. There yeah, are more tasteful ways There are more tasteful ways to tackle messed up subject matter like that and Walk With Fire is a good example. Blah, blah, blah. And then he says... It shouldn't be anyone's kind of movie. It's borderline a snuff film. And then he's like, and remember Cannibal Holocaust? Hold on. Let him finish the story. Let him finish the story. I don't want to be here all day. Just relax. 
for one, it's too well made to be a snuff film. <laughs> There's no actual anything in it. It's oh, are you done, Jerry? Snuff film. Yeah, I'm done. Okay. Well, there oh, actually, okay, obviously, there what actually say, is. JP? There actually is snuff well, parts. I was just going to say it can't be a snuff. It can't be. Bo- There's no borderline a snuff film. The the only way it could be borderline a snuff film is if someone almost died in the movie or something. And it was you know made for it? profit. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's it, snuff. Uh, like you can't just say. That something fake is almost a snuff film because that's yeah. literally yeah. not what a snuff film is. Yeah. The it, thing it's, is, it's these be- people have no experience with extreme film. They have no yeah. experience with the history of horror film in general, exploitation film, yeah. any of these grindhouse movies. This director went out to say, he said all his inspirations come from exploitation movies. I've seen, I'm, I'm going to be honest, we've all seen movies that are worse than this. We've seen movies where people are really exploited. Yeah. Like, and nobody brings those up because they don't know the history of film. This is the the one that, this is the fucking scapegoat. This is the whipping boy of the extreme oh, film. Absolutely. Because it's well made. It's well made and everybody saw it and heard about it. And they took it to the festivals so everybody knows about yeah. it. It's no different than a million other extreme films except this one got the spotlight and everybody fucking puts on it. I think like half these people are like, if I point out how disgusting pe- fake pedophilia in a movie is, then maybe people won't think that I'm the pedophile that I fucking am. It's like, yeah. haven't you seen Kill List? It's like a same fucking ending. I, people just can't accept I, the I fact that the, people the, are, you know, one, like they're, 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 you know, social warriors and shit like that too. Like the, the fact that this guy openly said that, you know, his inspiration was, you know, to fight censorship and stuff like that. And, you know, people don't want to accept that. They're just like, fuck that. Nobody does that shit. I'm like, what do you well, mean nobody does that shit? He actually no. does that. He actually did that shit. And we all know the story about Necromantic and Yerk Burgerite and stuff. Yeah, like that was, yeah. that's legit. He went out of his way to fight the system. And this is the kind of, in Serbia was going through the same shit at this time. And like, nobody can accept that. That's the problem with these extreme films because nobody can accept that there is a point to doing this shit. They're not just making it for shock. There is movies that are made to make shock value. If you just made this movie to just make an exploitation movie with no meaning behind it, uh, does that make it somehow... what that guy said does it go along with it i i really don't think so no i don't i mean there's so many people that that are critiquing and talking about film that really just somehow want to be shocked and appalled by film they don't look at it as art they don't want their art to be dangerous they don't want transgressive art no matter what it is i mean i understand like i said again this ain't for everybody if you don't want anything to do with it i completely get it but at the end of the day it's just a fucking movie and nobody was actually hurt and you're not responsible if some fucking pervert goes out and jerks off to your movie because this movie is not fucking it's not appealing it's fucking gross right like, and, and that's the gross. thing that i wanted to kind of no but you're right too. though dave but you're right though dave it's understanding the history of horror films and the commentary that's been put into these films for a hundred fucking years you I know mean, and they don't know extreme man like august underground mortem is 10 times the gross movie and more offensive movie than this yeah yeah and People all the violent, and all the but it starts with knowledge. Whatever. It starts with having the knowledge and understanding why these movies are made. There is movies like a lot of people don't understand the genre. They're like, oh, horror films. It's just exploiting fucking women and, you know, killing kids or whatever it is. And I'm just like, okay, man. They sound like they fucking the people that sounded like 50 years ago that badmouth fucking Friday the 13th. I know this movie. Right. right. I know we're going to, I'm going to get shit on it. Like, so I said, bother. I'm not going to comment. I'm not replying to any comments on this fucking video, period. I don't give a fuck. Really? Don't get, no, I'm not replying no. to somebody's like, yeah, but, but I don't care. I'm my, my comments are going to be well, as usual. Capitalize. LOLs. That's all I'm going to respond. The the, the thing that probably bugs me. We shouldn't say that, but the point is, like, I just know that we've all been over this argument a million times and we're sick of it. No, but Dave, that's the reason why I'm going to respond like that because because if if you're going to respond like 
I, I'm like too good to talk to somebody. I mean, like a, 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 a genuine. That's what you like, said before the show, though. No, it's, I just what that you were too good to talk to these low life scumbag losers. I was talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I kind of wanted to like let's get into this aspect too because, like, I, in the Shutter Group, I think Jamie Jenkins was involved in this, or, or and, Jamie. And Sammons. Let's be honest, Jamie Sammons is one of the smartest horror fans I've ever had the pleasure to talk to. Let's correct. I think, so correct. Boom. Um, and Duncan and also she, defended this movie too in a certain way. In certain in ways. In a certain way, yeah. Um, because Tyler Tyler actually really likes this movie as well, um, but the, the also whole, very smart guy. One of the, right, well, kind of. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, but the the thing that bugged me out of everything that I saw negativity being flung at this movie, and it was before I even seen it, the fact that you know people were literally flat out saying like, if you enjoy this movie, you must have some pedophilia tendencies or yeah. something like that, and that really bothers me because I cannot just I can't mm. see that in any way. I can't even see an actual pedophile this being like the thing they would go to to like no. you know it's what like i mean two like, seconds at the end of the movie well just just because somebody's getting off when jason cut somebody's head off it doesn't mean that i'm getting off when fucking somebody's raped a kid's getting raped in I, I just look at yeah. it differently man because like you know it's also fake. being a horror fan the majority of my entire life you know I've always had people that don't understand the genres say to me like, Oh, you watch those horror films. You must be sick in the head. It's no different. I, I got that just from the basic horror films. And it, when someone says to me, and I've had this said to me before, because I've defended a Serbian film many, many times to people and, and shit like that. And I've had people call me a sick fucking, you know, pedophile and shit. Like, and I'm like, man, like, it's just, I can't take it serious when you're going to result to that. You know, it's, it's the same thing as blaming people for being fucked up because they watch horror films in general. Yeah, it's stupid. It's really, really stupid. There's that. no correlation between this and, and reality. This is a fucking movie, guys. Right? There, there's more to the movie. It's about this movie. There's more period. to the movie than, than a three-second shot, and you don't get to see the penetration on the baby. Yep. And shit like that. It, the, the ideas implied. That sounds so bad. When we know what's like going that. on. We know what's going on. But I'm saying there's more point to this movie than just that yeah. three or four second idea of newborn porn. I'm saying well, there's a will, there's a whole other element here that people don't want to admit that's going on. on moods? Yes. You know what? Okay. I can <laughs> say this. You got a close up of a woman giving birth and then a dude pulls the baby out and he fucks it. There you go. But that's but that's what I'm talking about, Jeremy. So you're focusing on one little part. There's more to the movie than that three second I'm not, scene. I'm just okay. saying Dave well, he, said he, he, he's, he's actually I think he's defending you. I think he's just basically saying you really don't see anything the way yeah. it's shot. Just, right, right. Just not the well, I'm also I saying mean, there's a bigger it, picture here than just the newborn porn too. There's the whole idea of what's really going on and stuff, but Yeah. Um okay, so synopsis on the film an aging porn star agrees to participate in an art film in order to make a clean break from the business only to discover that he has been drafted into making a pedophilia and necrophilia themed snuff film against his will i'd like to say kind of I what mean, he's say? drugged. He's kind of against kind his will. Of. Oh, he's definitely against his will. I Dude, mean, the end of the movie, he's, he's not. Drug. What's he can't stop to yeah, a certain extent. Yeah, what's happening but there's, with there's, his family at the I end of the movie know, is man. not his choice. It's, it's, it's not his choice, man. It's I don't know about that. Oh, fuck. Are you kidding there's, me? There's some definite, like foreshadowing of some some depravity in this dude i at least that's the way i took it early on before any of that even happens okay what what scenes are you talking about because 
Okay, right at, okay, the whole movie shifts gears right at the newborn porn because he obviously gets disgusted by that shit and then he wakes up like, yeah. what, three days later, he's beaten and he's all fucked up and then the movie just kind of goes into this whole nightmare aspect and it's well, all yeah, it's all finding down. the footage, which is really greatly, I love how it's yeah. structured there. It, I, that's one so of the, the only problem I have with this movie. The scene where he's getting the blowjob um, in the weird room with the girl, yeah. the little girl, yeah, like that, that was really early. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he he was against his will. He got choked. Yeah, I think he was disgusted. Yeah, but didn't it, it, like the performance told me that he got into it. No, no, he, the he, guy he grabbed was, his neck and the girl bit his dick. And he, he had lit, to punch her. He literally. Oh, you're st- saying that the violent sexual act towards that woman got him off? Because I do think that's possible. Because his sexual porno were violent. They said he treated him like shit. It was a de- degradation, and then he brought them back. So it was like some weird thing. So the degradation, like the, treating that woman like shit, it did get him off when he hit her and she bit his dick. Yeah. But the it, child there, I don't think he was interested. No, no, no. Because he explains it right after. He's like, remember he threatens to quit. He's like, dude, I can't work like I this know, with kids in the room and shit. Like, no, the kid isn't what gets him off. Man. No, it's no, it has nothing to do with the kid. It was, it's the because violence. Then he sees it's the, the sexual violence. On, it's glorifying the sexual violence. Later on, yeah, and even I when feel he like draws a lot points. of conflicting nature with this character to me. I don't think so. I think it's pretty straightforward for the first half of the film yeah. because you know, I mean, he he tries to pull out a couple times, pun intended, I guess. Um, <laughs> you know, of what was because he was confused. He's like, I want to know what's going on, and then when things started developing with the kids in the room and all this other type of shit, he was like, "Fuck this, man!" Like, uh, I don't feel comfortable doing this shit. Like, if he was into it, you think that his character would be like, "Okay, well, fuck this. I don't, I don't need that, to know I what's think going that on." It's like a, a, like a demons thing. Like, it's not like he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm into this." It's like something deep inside of him. That is getting well, unleashed. He shows, I think he shows that he has morals. He shows he, that he the has violence in him towards the women when, when he has sex with the women is definitely in there. That's why, like, but yes. he's being manipulated the whole time, right? Because he's definitely not a great, great person. I mean, it's, it's like, so is hard he to the victim here? Because like, they're both, yeah, they're both. But he is a person that has sex for a living and they have violent sex with the women. They're all being paid, but I guarantee I kind of see him as like a Jekyll and Hyde a little bit because, you know, he, you can see the kids, they spend the first half an hour of this film really focusing on his character and his family life and stuff. You can tell that he loves his wife and he loves this kid and he really does want to get out of this, this industry. You know, he doesn't want to be in this, but he's also driven by, the, the fact money. that he needs really? money, he doesn't want to get back into it, but he does need the money. So there is a moral thing here too. He's You'll like, well, but there's a, there's also a super interesting aspect about him that we don't. I know I've never heard too much brought in, in reviews. He is college educated. They mentioned that, yeah. so he is a person that wanted to make art with his life. I was going to so bring that up. So that's why he's ashamed of the old pornos, the the right. old the new pornos he did because he's like, look at this. This is an art. So the yeah. idea that he could somehow create something art like inspired is something that intrigues him a little bit. You know what I mean? Like he obviously that didn't definitely want to be a porno. is an aspect of it. Yeah. What, what, like when the girl's but saying they, it's like high art shit, they use that education almost to manipulate him a little bit. Right. Like, but, Oh, you, you know, you can make well, this art she does come in front. Well, exactly. That's, that's what I'm saying. They use that against him to manipulate it. You know, his education and the fact that, you know, he can make some final, you know, some good Which art is weird, nowadays and do stuff. You think that she, do you think that broad knew that this guy was fucked in the head? What the the boss the brother that recruits him fucked in the head? What do you mean? Like, did she know that this guy was into all this weird ass shit, or did she think he was just? Oh, you uh, mean the the guy that's putting that's directing? Yeah, 
She definitely knew some of it. Yeah, she, yeah, I don't think she was fully endowed with what was going on, but she knew there was something going on. See, this guy, yeah. he's an interesting character, too, because he comes from an educated background, too. He was a child psychologist, and he was like, yeah, oh, that's shit. so fucked. It's he's so definitely cr- a pervert. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's it's a perfect cover-up, right? Because you never expect this fucking educated doctor to be doing this type of shit. And Like, <laughs> like, he was, like the guy's brother says, if you can't trust a child psychologist and se- who works in security, <laughs> who can you trust? See, I think that right? seems like the most fucked up. Yeah, dude, it's so scary. Up next to but it's wife. showing like, how that's, that's, it's showing how insanely fucking blind this world really is because these predators, yeah. these creatures, these fucking maniacs are in plain sight, dude. It's like it's there's a lot of commentary there, man, because it, it is yeah. true. There's a lot of fucking well received people in this world, hence doctors, lawyers, firemen, cops, and shit like that. That are these scary monsters like pedophiles Your and shit brother. like that. Your own brother. <laughs> so, like uh, there's problems yeah. in this world that are right in front of our eyes, and nobody wants to fucking open up their eyes and see the reality of what it is. And this is what it's doing, dude. Like this guy is known for what he's done in the community and being a dog. It's scary, dude. That's fucking scary. Definitely. That's the scariest but thing about the movie, man, to me. It's like... Another scary thing, Moods, is they're pawns, too. The right. filmmakers, all the filmmakers are pawns in this, too. They're right. all pawns, and they're used at the end. You see that twist. Yep. But the movie is basically three ways to kind of look at it. And I've heard three different kind of explanations for it. The first one is it's an exploitation movie where they're trying to challenge the boundaries and censorship, which I can see that. He definitely was inspired by 70s exploitation. The other one is there was this big thing where they were talking about, you know, kind of showing the Serbian like life and how you're fucked from birth and all this kind of deep stuff, which is kind of in there at the same time. He talked that in about that. Yeah. The fuck from you're absolutely 100 percent correct on that. Yeah. One of the final ones that really interest me, which I find the most intriguing being a film-obsessed fan, is that he's kind of making a statement on how obsessed filmmakers and film fans can be when they go down that rabbit hole of, in art, what they do for art. If you look at the director, he has completely lost everything and all he worries about the art, no matter what sacrifice, no matter what disgusting acts he's doing. If you look at his main goon, the bald guy with the glasses, you'll notice a film tattoo on his neck. Yeah, the child fucker. This guy yeah. is so deep into the film and all this world that just nothing matters to him except making this film at what cost these people are deeply sick and yep. right. it's fucking insane and it's just it's really interesting to look at so, it's also like kind of a, a take on judging the people that are kind of obsessed with this shit at the same time I know and I know people will be like well you're, you're gonna make something like that to show that and I'm like well Cannibal Holocaust does that a lot film, of people that's what film is about it's about I'm just saying I'm just that's so the other exploitation of- on Cannibal Holocaust the exploitation you have to hit people over the head with it to show them what it is. It, this is the modern uh, cannibal Holocaust to me in a lot of ways. Right, right. Um, it, it's you know it's an exploitation movie about the exploitation of people right. by exploiting people and exploiting things. Exactly. It, it's fucking fucked up. It it, it it basically condemns itself in the film and it's a lot of layers there. Some people would say that it automatically ruins itself, but in a way, it makes an ultimate statement to me. Yeah, this movie is very much like, uh, I mean, another contrast between Singapore Sling is this is a very cynical film also, right? Yeah. And and darkly. That's really what it comes down to. I don't want to say that. It's super cynical. It's comic and it's disgust. Yeah. My thing with the whole. But yeah, the newborn porn is super cynical. To say that is like, why not? Like, what? Like, I, I, I don't think there should be a limit on anything that you could come up with as long as nobody is actually hurt or there's nothing illegal in I agree. place. It's like you don't have to ingest it. If you watch it and you're like, this is trash, that's fine. But why try to stop it from being made? Like, yeah, what are you? Many, that's about? censorship. 
exactly. There's too many film fans that are for censorship. But you got, but you got to, you got to understand. Most people that like, I mean. I'm not referring to us and, and people that review films that we, we kind of look at films a little bit differently. Like we see the commentary in a lot of things and we, and we understand those things. You got to think about the average person that's watching this film and taking it for face value. They're seeing the shock in it. They're not seeing the commentaries that are involved in and stuff. So that's why there's that other side of the argument and stuff. Like they don't see the newborn porn as being, you know, the Serbians are fucked from birth. Right. Like they're born into a world of shit. And this is how your life is going to be. You're born into a world of censorship. You're born into a world of, you know, hate and, and, and just bullshit. Right. And or porn. it's so extreme that it becomes almost a fucking criticism of itself. Like, right. you know, or but it's so funny. I'm going to say this and I'm going to take shit from it. James Furman, the guy from the BBC, big piece of shit. He once said that the everyday person wasn't smart enough to grasp these extreme films without losing their minds well, but that, that's my they thing. didn't lose like, their minds in a sense, like but... well, what if this falls into the <laughs> wrong hands or what if a children child sees this or something and i'm like yeah it's probably just go on the shocking, internet you can see a fucking it's, video it's, of a lady yeah but you know what they literally like, they, nothing is gonna happen they if, show if you that if something like this can trigger you to to, to performing some sort of uh, terrible act it's not the movie that's the problem. There's a commentary yeah, on that in the movie society. too. There's a commentary on that in the film too when his son is watching him his dad in a porno. Yeah. He's like five years old. That's the commentary right there. I mean, this is just the life. This is what they. He's like. He even it's mentions accessible. it too. He even mentions it too. He's like, "Well, I watched my first porno about that age too, and it's nothing to them. Yeah. It's like just go on with your day, man." It's, but I mean, uh, your dad really started nothing. That like, is fucked up. It's the same argument <laughs> yeah. that I hear all the time about like kids seeing horror and stuff. I'm like, ninety percent of horror fans saw horror movies when they were kids, and that's why they're horror fans. Because uh, I, I, I will say this. Yeah, it's true though. I might sound like a hypocrite here, but I think that violent pornography at a young age can be very detrimental to somebody's mental health. <laughs> I think so. I'm sorry. I think it can be. What do you and mean? I know by that sounds- violent pornography. I think that extreme pornography, like you know, people like I don't know, just hardcore Double porn is probably not. Uh, you didn't see like that. you didn't see a porn when you were a kid. <laughs> not a hardcore porn. I mean, I really? probably did, but I don't. I don't think it's good for your brain. I mean, maybe when I was like what twelve or ten. I think I that, see. I saw, I'm not. I'm not, not going to say this, but Billy, it's a, I was listening to Billy Eilish on Howard Stern, and I just think that she was talking about how she's her depiction. No, no, her depiction of sex was so altered by her watching porn that you know oh, i heard that I, I, I do think it's a it's a major thing these days that kids growing up are just learning from porn well it not is from real life experiences. It, it, it is a different and, world because when i was growing up like you know in the 80s early i mean the internet wasn't even there so like your your introduction to portal was you know taking a shit at your friend's house and looking in the medicine cap or the the sink yeah, looking the at thing. magazines oh and you go holy shit there's a stack of penthouses in there so now you're taking 25 minute shits just, and looking at fucking penthouses right but like you know, it's a little bit different. I mean, that shit was. I just it was don't think kids should be watching that shit. Well, I don't yeah. think kids uh, should be watching it either. But I'm just saying, if it happened, I, I don't think a brave statement, JP. I'm making a brave statement. I've Listen, never I saw, seen. I saw it. my first porn tape by accident when I was like fucking six, and it didn't do anything to me. I thought it was. I was so confused on what I was hey, seeing. If, if if it didn't do anything to you, how come you're jerking off furiously right now? To step brother porn. No, yeah. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. It took yeah. JP like, yeah, like six like, hours to get I, I remember films. being like a little kid and f- seeing a vagina for the first time because me and this other little girl were outside and 
and we went pee, and I was like, what the fuck is that? You know what I mean? That's normal. That's normal for that that happened to kids. But I'm just saying, all all people are different. Movies aren't responsible for your fucking mental health. No. Yeah. No, I I, like there's. Like it's the same gay argument, right? Like where you see these these uh, politicians who say like uh, that you know the this will make you gay or something. It's like, not, dude, if that can make you gay, bro, then <laughs> like Alex, you were already gay. Thing, exactly. The, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I swear to God, that fucking something. movie made me gay. Yeah. Come on, dude. <laughs> you like, know, to be honest, just, dude, I had never like. I mean, I watched my first actual hardcore porn i think i was in the seventh grade or something like that i was maybe sixth grade i don't know i had a lot of friends with older brothers and shit that were in high school so they always had tapes and shit but I, to be honest i'd never seen anything like violence i'd seen sex you yeah, know I'd like but i'd never seen like a dude beating a, a chick up on screen or and i'd never seen it i don't even think to this day i have ever seen like i mean you know the odd ass slapping and stuff but like you know punching the face like actual violent no, sex like, that, that shit is no i like no. <laughs> i don't think i think the most extreme thing but i ever seen when i was younger it makes bad people or anything i'm just saying you know like it, i'm not on ted bundy's side here saying if he wouldn't watch those violent porns he wouldn't have been a serial killer i'm just saying right. that like, <laughs> i think that it could make your kid a little fucking weird for a while if he watched hardcore violent porn at a young age all right yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah okay it, it is i get what you're violent saying for sure. porn perhaps because yeah, it, yeah. like i I don't know, but um, okay. Let me let, let me say this because the major problem I have with this movie, I know you two love it, is the entire thing relies on the fact that that he's drugged. Mm. Which I'm like, I, what drug make would make you be able to? They said he was. She made up a sex conco- concoction. Right. She made it or, up. Horse fucking. She made it up. It was a mixture of drugs. Yeah, yeah, it's bullshit. Is what it's it also is. an exploitation movie. Like to I, a I know it's a little over. I know, top. but. It, it, it's the same way that it's hard for you to buy this dude not doing what you said in in the fam- with the family in in the movie we talked about two weeks ago. It, to me, I'm like I can't buy that this guy would be like in any situation would be able to go along this far into this thing. It's well, just, he didn't know who we were talking. The fucking were well, no, even the cutting the head off part. Like I'm yeah. just like I mean, but he's witnessed I mean? her treat her daughter terribly this whole time and put her up for prostitution, literally giving her up to be fucked by him supposedly. Yeah, and seeing that whole family unit where she's like, well, they oh, show all man. that. There's a lead up yeah. to what why that happens and stuff like that. But I mean, to be honest, dude, like. I mean, drugs do fucked up things, man. Like, I mean, I, we also I can see you guy, losing your mind. We do know this guy has violent tendencies. Yeah. During that's why. That's why I was leaning on the fact that this shit awakened something inside of him. I not don't his pedophilia. I don't a, think he's a pedophile, but I do maybe think violent pedophile. tendencies. Maybe yeah, I, I believe that I that drug concoction was was specifically made to make the rage come out though too because it's more because they need that rage on film because that's what they're trying to do they're trying to get that extreme aspects and stuff right i think the film works better for me if i take it like he has a darkness inside him and it's awakened and i don't look at him as a victim or a, or the the protagonist of the film he is a victim nonetheless but he, he is, is a victim they even talk about way. that in yeah, the movie about him being the victim and shit honestly dude the drugs altered the mind he i ruined mean his whole life. There, there's literally a there's a literally a 180 like when he leaves that place after yeah. seeing the newborn porn and wakes up three days later after being fucking beat down and all that shit like the whole movie changes like he's all fucked up on the drug like it's literally a 180 i don't know how you could say that I, it, in the first half of the movie he definitely has demons but i don't think he has these tendencies that you know he's going to pull in the second half of the film willingly the drugs are the catalyst yeah. for what no, is happening think, here. that's I why he's the victim like, he's being like- exploited for the sake of like, dude, he's not even, it's he's weird. not in control here, man. They are, mani- they've manipulated him physically by, you know, d- 
this concoction and shit. It's it's a fuck. It's yeah. it's sad, man. I can't it's fucking buy it, sad. Man. I and can't the movie has it. a certain over the top quality. There is beats of comedy. The movie has dark elements of comedy. Think when she looks at the video and sees the donkey show about to happen. It's <laughs> yeah. obviously play. The movie has a beats of dark comedy, almost to the point where it becomes, like I said, I don't want to say satirical, but definitely self aware of its insanity. Oh, I don't think this movie's tone is a hundred percent straight laced. I don't think it is either. So, um, I mean, the the craziness to me never got to the point where I was like, I don't buy it. I never – and like kind of something like an exploitation movie in sense where you're like, that's a little bit off. I always see really... – it's a good point though. And also, I, yeah, I've done fucked up shit when I was drunk and that's only on alcohol. Yeah, but dude, I've done other fucked, fucked up shit up on shit triple versus, Like we're not talking like – you know, well, like I think why it I'm talking about different. shoving my head through a plate glass window. I'm talking about right. that kind of shit. Maybe right. not plate yeah, glass, but shoving my head through too, a window. But I'm not going to cu- cut someone's head off. Well, the thing is, so jump GP, off a but car. You don't I tried know. to jump out of a speeding car. You don't, like that? You don't actually know because, like, th- dude, I always think about this story about this dude that um, um, that I was told this story, and this was actually a real story. This fucking guy took acid. This is way back in the 70s. Right. This guy took fucking acid, right? And he'd never done the drug before. And he got like, he had a bad trip and shit like that. And he was, he got on top of this car and he fucking, you know, went to go do some Olympic diving into what he thought was a pool, <laughs> what, which turned out to be, you know, one inch puddle and yeah. he fucking broke his neck and broke died. Yep, yep. And right. I always and, think and of that story. I always think of that story up, because this guy literally out was out of his mind. Out like, his eyeball on acid. Yeah. That? But that's what I'm saying. These drugs, we don't know what the concoction is. So I'm assuming they did something specific, you know, to make that rage come out and maybe act like that. You don't really know what, what people are going to do on acid because people do fucked up shit. Like I mean, the lady killed herself. Yeah. She fucked herself with a blood pipe. My, my point is is that you could never drug. pinpoint and say I would never do this on drugs because to be honest I've done things when I'm really drunk that I'm like really I did that yeah that's, me like, that's too totally I've done really fucking dumb shit yeah it's things I've regretted like, I don't know how to open Google but, uh, yeah that, there, that happens there's a, there's a, a bit of a fucking <laughs> yeah you made yeah. a top 11 JP and you were sober just imagine the crazy things you do on a sex drug yeah I, I mean Look, and that's the uh, other it, thing. That's a good point, Dave, because it is it's actually a concoction sex drug. It's it's meant to like to be well uber fucking hard and which he didn't really need because they kind of explained that that he's kind of special in that in that uh, area. But then also bring out the anger, do some crazy shit like decapitate a chick while fucking yeah, her doggy style, exist. which is the craziest part there of the fucking no movie in my opinion. This. No, but it's also what? fiction, though. This isn't real. I know though, it's man. fiction. I know it's, but fiction. that's where but it doesn't. Just, I, I do think there is. I do think there is drug concoctions that can make you go crazy and mixed her with sex it, it's it's not yeah, it's I like mean, speed. There, there are they said she put that... speed in her coffee it's it's a, probably a mixture of pcp some sort of uh horse fucking viagra and other things as what, well what was that crazy drug out a few years ago that was making people like eat people and shit um, oh the bat, bat, bat salts bat salts that's bat the one salts. yeah uh, and fuck. there was crocodile too crocodile was the russian drug i mean uh-huh. drugs are fucking nuts man especially oh, when you don't know dude, trust man. me i've done a lot of drugs <laughs> I mean, Dave. we never did anything like that, or we probably wouldn't even be. Dave, did you, right wa- you watch this? Then. You watched the movie that released by On Earth, right? The Crocodile. No, the crocodile? no, is it? How is it? Oh my god, it is so depressing, man. It is fucking uber yeah, depressing to, to watch to this guy out. go from point A in, and he's taking this drugs to point. Oh my god, dude, it's so fucking hard to watch, man. I was like, just like not appalled, but I was like, wow, that's he something I could that? probably never watch again because I was just like. What is it? It's called crocodile. It's a it's a drug that was came out in Eastern Europe or Eastern Europe or some yeah. shit, and it's like really fucked up. It's so bad for you, and it's highly addictive, and it does all this crazy shit to you. But anyways, it's depicted in this movie and about this guy's 
uh, what's the movie called it's red crocodile red right? crocodile yeah yeah it's really fucking depressing and it just kind of goes to show like what certain drugs can really accomplish and stuff and and that's the thing i watched the movie not really knowing about the real drug and so i looked up on it after and i was like whoa whoa holy yeah, shit this was like crazy. news to me i was like i'd never heard of it until i watched the movie that's fucked up and then i know uh with bad salts uh bad salts and shit like that and bad salt zombies bad like, salt here, zombies. here's what it is jp yeah. like if it doesn't work for you it doesn't work for you i can't you know i can't convince you otherwise it doesn't right. bother me it doesn't bother moods like just like right. the coming home in the dark didn't bother you guys that much exactly. it's just, it is what it is like i can't argue that point you know what i mean maybe oh, I, you'll come around to it i think yeah, that i was it, so caught me, up in this I, I just, movie i never even thought about it yeah right, well, right. as someone who is you know like I, like these aren't real these aren't drugs you're going to see somebody on the street using right but i also know that that, that <laughs> i've seen i've probably seen like 90 percent of most drugs being used but uh, it's like it's dave z's whole argument with uh climax he's done so much lsd these like it does not that's not it does you know you're I mean, never i've done do lsd and it, I, it was different for me i mean like right I, yeah i've I done don't think I've it was on different from that too. to be honest I, I don't think climax is that off i can I, honestly me, not speak. i don't either i've never but done never lsd specifically lsd so i don't I've know never exactly. done it i have i've never done it it always scared me man because one of when i was scary. when i was in high school man one of my friends he he this literally scared the shit out of me this scared the shit out of me, man. I don't know if I've ever told the story, man, but we were we were at this dude's, not at his house, but another guy's house, and uh, we were sitting around having some drinks and smoking some bud and stuff like that, and people were like, oh, got some acid, you want to do some acid? I'm like, fuck no. Like, I wasn't into that shit. Anyway, so my buddy took uh, some acid and shit like that, and he started fucking totally tripping the fuck out, right? Like, he was just, and he was a total drug addict. Like, this guy did drugs all the time so i was kind of getting concerned i was like he's acting fucking buck wild like what the fuck is up next here right so we we're kind of keeping an eye on him and shit we took him back to his house which was the stupidest fucking thing we ever fucking oh, did with his parents no his parents weren't there but this the reason why it was the stupidest fucking thing we ever could do is because we yeah, didn't balcony no i forgot about the guns <laughs> We never even considered this, right? And he's all tripping. He's like, fuck, I got to go up here. And he's fucking, he comes back downstairs. And he's got a fucking shotgun. Now he's trying to kill himself. What the fuck? Dude, I'm telling you, we never even Dude, considered. Yeah, like, we never considered, oh, there's guns. And he knows where they are. And he knows where the bullets are and blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden he's like, and now it turned into like, let's, we got to save him because he's going to kill himself in front of us. It was fucking scary as shit. That literally was the moment in my life where I said, I will never do acid ever. It scared the shit out sense. of me. Did never in my life. Have I ever been you? so scared? And I've had guns pointed, like I've had guns pointed at me before. Then I was less scared in this moment because it was just like, what the fuck, man? It's what the fuck is happening? No idea what they're gonna do. Dude, he's right. out of his mind. I've done it. I, exactly. I literally was tripping balls on mushrooms. Yeah, it was Same. a lot of mushrooms. A I lot love of mushrooms. I used to love mushrooms. I <laughs> I no, I took way too many, and I literally was like, some dude that I was friends with was crashing at my house, and he just got out of jail. Right. And I literally was like, he took the mushrooms too. He's twice as crazy as me. I better kill him before he kills me because I'm thinking of killing him and he must triple killing me. So I literally was planning on killing him and he was, he was, this dude was tough. He was crazy and he tripped and fell in my house and it made like a loud noise, even though it probably wasn't that loud. I just was tripping. I jumped on the edge of the bed and literally looked at him like I was going to murder him. And I looked at his eyes and he looked terrified. Yeah, maybe you shouldn't like, be watching these movies. That's what I'm saying. JP, a lot of people are like, acid or drugs aren't like that. Drugs don't do that to you. They're not a bad trip like me. I'm a bad right. trip. That, I don't yeah. Well, that was my argument with Because I am not I was like, 
I was like, dude, I, I some people trips. react differently, bro. And uh, <laughs> I like, had a bad trip. Like I tried once LSD once before, yeah. but it, I don't think it was real because I was, so I was at a party and somebody's like, "Do you want a candy flip?" I was like, "Fuck is candy flip?" And he's like, "It's LSD and ecstasy." I was like, "Okay," but I only got. Oh. I felt like I only got the ecstasy out of it. I don't. I don't think I got any LSD out of it. You know what I mean? So I don't know, but. Um, it, drugs affect people differently. I do agree with that. I oh, just like definitely. it's clearly a MacGuffin in this movie, right? Like it, it's just something that to move the plot forward, and you can either accept it like you guys do, or but not they've been accept manipulating it. the whole movie too. And and there is something dark in him. He said that in the beginning. She says that you're somebody that can treat women like complete shit and then bring them back. That's what makes you an artist, which is fucking. Mm. And they just they wanted they wanted they wanted they wanted to take that with they wanted to take that and just put it one step further, right? Yeah, yeah that's yeah, that's I, my I think the drugs are what made him mostly do it, but. I, I yeah. do see what JP's saying, and I, I yeah. don't ever have a problem with it. I never even thought about it. Thought never even crossed my mind. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that, like, for me, like, it works better if I, I think that this guy wasn't the best dude or he's harboring something dark inside of him. It's just hard not to accept it, though, because it out he, they really do a pretty decent job of developing the character as, like, you know, as this kind of family guy that's really trying to, you know, do something else with his life and, you know, not kind of not keep on that route, not away. keep on that route because I mean, he knows it's sleazy and shitty and he just, he wants to move on. Right. But I mean, he loves his family, right? I yeah, mean, most I, I, people yeah, that I agree with that. With I think that he loves his family too. And Even the biggest prick in the world at work or anywhere else in life, they probably don't treat their family like that. Listen, do me a favor. Next time you watch this movie, watch it with the idea in mind that this dude has something like dark inside of him. Well, I'm, might... I'm not disagreeing with you. There is something dark within him, but I don't think it's enough to turn him over by itself. Right. I that's that's well. I guess we there's agree something... with each other then. I think that's the darkness the, in him is. Like I think there's I something saying. dark in every single human being on Earth, JP. I th- yeah, yeah, I, I think that, that the dark. first half of the movie, the darkness is that he's willing to, you know, be directed into, you know, okay, I can slap up some bitches while I fuck him doggy style and shit like that. But, yeah. but he's not. He, the second half, Milos is not going to be cutting people's heads off in the first half of the film. There's an influence right, there. It's hardcore. It's deep inside of him that, that needs awaken. And yeah, but, but, also, but then again, if you use that argument though, man, you put anybody into a situation that, like yeah, anybody can I be agree. a killer. Anybody can be a killer. We've had this conversation. Obviously we argued about I the agree. whole family thing, but I think in circumstances though, if you're threatened enough and you feel like it's either me or you, um, I think anybody can pull that trigger, man. Like I, oh, I for, honestly for think, man, I sure. think anybody can do that shit, dude. Like I, I truly, mind. truly believe everybody can be that person. It's, it's, it's human well, nature. It's human nature. Be, well, it's survival. Like, like, it's survival. Though, it's not just being a killer. That's a concept within it, but it's yeah, but also this survival. Survival. No, no, no. This I'm is fucking him cutting off a helpless woman's head. I know. What, you know what I mean? With, with yeah. the with the influence, though. He, that's he's what I'm fucked up, and he also has. He's a performer. Look like he's enjoying it. You, no. you not get you don't think that he's enjoying no. I think he's going nuts no when he cuts nuts. off her head dude there's no smile there's no like yeah I just did that you it know it's like, like no he, he's in fuck mode that's all yeah. he's thinking about yeah. is it looks like 
is fucking going to town. I wonder. If he's he, a trained. He's a trained stud. All he does. He all yeah. he. He's yeah. mixing that violence now with the sex, and they give him the knife. He's like, literally. It's so, he, he's literally. I mean, I don't know. I think that stud. is so well put together, and how it how it, it escalates. I think it's perfectly done. I, yeah. if, if that doesn't work for you, there's nothing I can say. I think the movie is very very well structured. I never doubted it. I don't fucking see a problem with it, and I see what you have a problem with it, and I don't understand it, and I I can't convince you any otherwise. I just no, have you, no problem. I, and, I used look, to think it was. I have a problem that you have a problem with it. You know what I mean? Right. I don't. I don't have a problem with that. I mean, but, but I'm just you, telling you. Said, you, I, you said I can't you tell can't you. Can't see where I'm coming from, though. Yeah, yeah. No, I, said, no, no, I, I, I get where do, you're coming from. I, I don't see it myself at all. Right. Yeah. Okay. That, I, mean, I understand what you're that's saying. Fair. And I don't. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, what? What are you going to? I can't tell you that you're wrong. And, in your, and let in me the way be clear on this too. I like the movie. Like, I'm not saying that this no, is. I'm like, not. Even if you don't like the movie, I'm not mad. This is not the type of movie where I'm like, how could you <laughs> right. say it? Yeah, you, you don't want to die on this hill. No, no. I mean, it's this, it's too different for to to try to convince somebody. In regardless, ninety percent of movies, I don't give a shit if nobody likes, as long Same. as they're not just saying random stupid shit that makes no sense. What, like, like, I Texas don't like Chainsaw this movie Masker because. Sucks. Yeah, like if they were just like, I don't like Texas Chainsaw Massacre because his chainsaw doesn't look real. I'm like, fuck, fuck, get the fuck. That Speaking kind of, of not looking stupid. real, um, I don't think you're gonna uh, the petty criticism. Here's yeah. three bodies with a nine millimeter. Yeah, I know. Just saying. I was thinking about that. What kill three guys with a nine millimeter? No, 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 no. The end. Shoot, the end scene. Here's three bodies. What? Oh, probably not. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> no, I mean, if no, you want to do that, nine millimeter. That wasn't a nine millimeter. Yeah, it was. Was it? That's a nine millimeter. Yeah, it's some weird nine millimeter. It's a big I'm, gun, though. I looked it millimeter. up to uh, double check. I'm pretty sure it's a nine. To me, it looked like a fucking Desert Eagle. It was huge, wasn't it? Not that. No, one. no, it's a nine. It's a nine. I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, yeah, but like, not like likely. I, but I, I was thinking the same thing. I've thought that all three times I watched this movie, and, <laughs> but, and I'm thinking to myself, also, going, "I'm thinking to myself, going, I just, I just watched all five Dirty Harry movies the other day. You need, <laughs> you need his fucking forty-four, man, <laughs> to get through three. I know bodies, what you're man. thinking. Did I fire through two people or three? <laughs> right, the forty-four <laughs> man will go through probably five fucking people, man. It's huge. But, that last uh, shot is the most fucked up part of the movie, in my opinion. Yeah, <laughs> says start with the little one. Yeah. <laughs> Even in death, you get fucked. Yeah. Yes. So I mean, the the one part where it hits the action movie level, I know this is crazy. It's so cathartic for me, and I shouldn't. It goes straight action scene where it goes by his point of view, and you see the gun pull out, and he shoots the two asshole guys, mm-hmm. and then the like action hero moment where the big goon that you're like, this dude's a badass, even though he's a sick piece of shit. He's like the badass enforcer. He busts through them. He takes two shots. He somehow gets him down on the ground, knocks off his glasses. You see he has one eye and is the ultimate skull fuck. I could not believe my eyes when I saw that. I literally was like, I know this is sick, but I cheered. I cheered when he skull fucked the baby fucker. Yep. I cheered. And I always cheer. I wonder. I yeah, that 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 that's probably the most over the top moment in yeah. the movie. It works. Because- how it works. I don't know how. They, they want, I, and the they irony, hate the guy because what he did earlier in the movie. Just, I mean, the irony, the irony of that part right there is that yeah. you know that wasn't meant to be you know part of the film, you know part of the idea, but that turned out to be the <laughs> best part of the the, the movie, <laughs> you know the fictional movie that they're filming. <laughs> right? I also love that the director is dying and he's like, "That's a real Serbian." Yo, dude, that's <laughs> see, okay. So also, I'm, the, I'm glad you brought Welsh, that up. I'm glad way. you brought that I'm up because sure I I feel right. I feel like that <laughs> like is the, the most comedic part about the whole movie right there like that the just kind of says really the whole... fake in this movie as well which what does his dog well oh, yeah, it's yeah, obviously yeah. like when he goes to cut it off and shit yeah it's yeah. a prosthetic I which is funny by the way because he's like no no <laughs> <laughs> 
the movie they cut off the dick there's no movie i wonder, right. I like, wonder if he kept that prosthetic it, like man. this is like a magical prized possession like you like it's such an important thing in history or something it's i don't like, know I mean, man dude, they established the bad guys really well like all the bad guys in this movie are great from the director to the bald guy to the asshole that rapes him to the fucking the lady who makes the drunk cocktail they're all really good i mean this is a good bad guy what about the what about the answer. fucking camera guys that look like fucking cia agents yeah, yeah, the one that yeah. rapes one of them rapes him. He's like, this yeah, one's one on me, him. and he rapes him. Dude, that's, that part is so wakes, brutal. That's when he wakes up, when yeah. he wakes up. Well, no, and then he sees it on the videotapes because he wants he wants to see what yeah. the fuck is going on. And, could you, and I actually have <laughs> that written down. Why? I think one of the Why? most ultimate worst things you could ever have happen to you is to fucking to find out and just watch it on a film that you got ass raped <laughs> while you're fucking passed out. <laughs> Oh, that's then, horrible, then, dude. Could you it's imagine finding that yourself? Like, no one tells you. You find that shit yourself, but at least you found it yourself. I mean, like, fuck. I don't even so know if that's mad. possible, though. I feel like you would probably have some wounds. I'm, I'm sure he did. He woke up. He was in a lot of pain. Remember his dick? He pissed <laughs> yeah, blood, man. and he was all fucked up. I mean, yeah. that dude was hurting bad. Uh-huh. I mean, his asshole was probably the least thing, <laughs> for, to be honest. <laughs> Which is kind of a fucked up part, too, because, like, that dude just ass raping him, like, at, you know, where it's not even but that's, at the place. That's just the start of his problem. You know, it's like it yeah, has right? nothing to do what's going on internally in the narrative and stuff and it's like yeah. this guy's just taking advantage of the situation this guy's all fucked up and out of it and i'm just gonna he's doing him. it for revenge because he yeah, hit him what, in the face what did he say to the camera oh, he says this one's on me this, yeah i didn't get it uh, this one's free i'm giving you this one's on the house i'm fucking you for <laughs> oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah right right uh no um fucking man uh there's so much nasty shit in this that just no other movie had in it and it's so well made that i just was i the first time i saw this i was like i can't believe somebody paid for this i can't believe this is a movie i can't believe this is fucking this nasty this is just insane um dude there's like there's scenes in this movie that um when he fucking knocks all the girls teeth out and the fucking that's brutal yeah the the cop the cop kills her with by fucking asphyxiation with a cock that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, well, you know, he's got a true gummer. He got a true gummer there. That's just like blood sucking freaks. Death by um, gummer. No yeah, um, fucking man. Uh, the brother's great in this. He's such a piece of shit. He is. He's yeah. He's a he's a fucking weirdo too, man. Like he's um. He wanted. He was jerking off. Clearly he was obsessed fucking with his brother's the, porn. The, the he's, yeah. Yeah. It was the birthday party. He was no, drinking off the birthday party, and then the fuck he was getting a blowjob from the birthday party and his brother's sex scenes. Like yeah. That's yeah. a little weird. Yeah, he's, oh, he's, watching, he's watching his nephew open up presents, and he's getting a fucking blowjob from a hooker or whatever. Uh, I'm like, yeah, oh, that, I, it, I'm like, I don't want to see any home movies, any person of my family at any point when no. I'm get, when I'm in any sexual act. Like, I'll literally fucking my penis will go inside my body. You know what I'm gonna say though, man? I actually forgot. I, actually, there was one part in this movie I did forget though. It was actually the very last shot in the film. Which, you know, I, I think one of the most extreme things in the film is definitely the, the header, that. the skull fucking, but the end oh, scene, yeah. like, are you serious? Like the Start fucking, the necrophilia, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> dude, that's yeah, so that's over fucking, the top. That I, is I, so, listen, cause they just took it one step further. Like, oh no, now we're just going to resort to fucking the but dead. Even now. the filmmakers were pawns in it. Everybody's a fucking pawn. Everybody yeah. gets used. Yeah, yeah, man. It's, it's, yeah. it's a and true conspiracy, the, the man. interesting thing too is like, I don't doubt that there are, I mean, I know, I pretty much know without knowing that there are sick, sick people out there with lots of money that are willing to, to spend it to get the most disturbing and fucked up. Well, it's things. like, it's like the hostel yeah. thing, right? You got these rich motherfuckers yeah. that pay to go and right. torture and kill fucking people, depending on what country, you know, it's the same shit, man. It's now they're doing the films. 
you know, in this extreme way. And, and that's the same clientele I mean, as that's we, in we hostel. We got a glimpse of it with Jeffrey Epstein, right? Like some yeah, of the oh, stuff yeah, that yeah. came out about that. It's like you get this sense that there's a fucking pedophile island, bro. There's a fucking island. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like it, that's crazy. But um, I, I will say this. I do think this movie deserves its reputation because – and even though Jeremy – is a bit jaded and i am too like i i, well, I was just like, sitting here i think that's why my friend was like oh it's disgust blah 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 it's like dude you have no idea what the fuck i've seen so it's like no idea point, what he's I'm talking like, about when it comes to that right well i'm just like, like sitting here i'm just like yeah okay so see, a baby's I, I, I'm not, but it makes I, a good it makes a good about it but it it i mean it does go in some places where no films have really yeah. got that far like i mean the childbirth fucking newborn thing yeah, was horrendous and i'm like wow I, that, that is very hardcore and it's not as graphic as like no you, you know, know, okay it's, it's not as nasty as august underground mortem let me it's let me let me say something let me say something about that part i think okay the idea of this big bald one-eyed freak penetrating a, a newborn baby is yeah the idea is we'll disgusting but, we'll say penetrated, bro. but, yeah, but honestly but honestly but honestly I think the grossest but, part yeah. about the scene, though, is watching the mother's reaction because she goes from horrified yeah. to almost oh, smiling. Right. She's like, yeah. "Okay, we're creating she's something." Like she's getting, she, yeah, she's almost enjoying yeah. the fact, and that's the worst she's part crazy. about the whole that was scene. A pretty good birth, birth effect, I'll tell you that. I was pretty crazy, crazy art freak, right? These film fanatic freaks. She's also probably getting a huge paycheck. Right. And she's probably a fucking drug addict. Or I mean, something. not to justify yeah, the scene, but the baby at one point, this is the first time I watched it in high def. So like you can kind of see like it doesn't baby, look, it doesn't look great. that the face doesn't look real. Yeah. Like the, it looks all gooey and like it looks real in that aspect, but the actual face facial structure, yeah. it, it looks kind of, it looks kind of fake, real. man, to be honest. And, I'm not trying to justify the scene and I'm going to have people out there going, Mood's trying to justify a fucking newborn porn by saying the baby face looked plastic. Well, fuck. This guy's a fucking pedophile. Fuck. It's not her. Dude, if if there's any types of like fucking age restriction, this this thing is definitely. Oh, yeah, this is NC seventeen. This one's gonna be. This did get it NC seventeen. What this all comes down to, this movie is so well shot and put together and it's acted well and there's a lot of good effects and there's a lot of good commentary. There's just a lot of really good things. The score's great. Okay, if you the music is great. Actually, the very the end credit score. Did somebody use that in their video? Like in their uh, YouTube intros I, or something? I'm sure, I maybe. swear I've fucking heard that a million times. It's a but, popular, I mean, I, this movie's pretty popular. Yeah. But on yeah. the lines of, um, you know, you take some of the most extreme movies ever made out there, and then you look at the quality of the movies. This has got to be like top, top tier, like maybe top three best quality. In the last extreme. 25 years, most definitely, if you look at them, it's got to be the top. Right, because there's so many low, low, shitty budget you know, extreme movies well, out there. They just and so, don't make them like that. No, like, we because had Campbell this... Holocaust and House on the Edge of the Park. Those movies are hardcore back in the day. There was a lot more hardcore movies that were well made back in the day. Even exactly. look at Solo. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah, Solo for sure. Exactly. And then, mm. and then you start getting to a new generation where everybody can make a movie, and then it became the quality obviously dips. But that just a great well, example. You don't like but, Solo, JP? No, but I was trying. I never seen it. This is a great example of, of a movie that was I mean, made in a period where everybody like, could make movies. Human Centipede Two. Yeah, Human Centipede Two is the only one. Yeah. Well, I mean, one, what about like weak. stuff like Martyrs? You're not counting. Yeah, Martyrs. The, the first one's enough. whatever, but the second one, and we've defended the shit out of that movie too. That's a really well-made extreme film. And so odd, is part one. Oddly enough, it's on the I lines of Singapore well made, but It's not extreme. It's shot, not really an extreme movie. Shot in shot yeah, but in black part and white. one gets under my skin more than part two. 
Yeah, part, part one two and two are not even comparable <laughs> in terms of subject matter. I think yeah. part two is actually a legit good movie. But I love I, I love part two. I like part one. I just think part two is the one of the ultimate extreme movies. I yeah. like part one. I'm not I'm not super high on it. And I, part three is just it's just a it's just a satire. The, the reason it's part three is just a, shit. It's just yeah, a satire part, on the first two, and it's and it's part three, and it's, yeah. and it's just terrible. Like you already made a satire. Hey. Like you just fuck. Like Wait, whatever. In the words of Larry Cohen, two out of three ain't bad. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> by the for, way, just for the gun enthusiasts out there, it was it was a Zestava CZ ninety nine, which is a Yugoslavian nine millimeter pistol. Yeah. Thank you. So that gun wouldn't have went through three bodies. Well, probably not. Probably not. A nine I mean, the, the little body. <laughs> the little body is. Yeah, yeah but I don't even think it would have went through her. Like maybe at that closer. I, I don't know. It depends. Shot like six or seven times, it would have. Yeah, yeah, but she's fucking dead after one. So. Yeah, I, think I mean, that's a little extreme. A guy's dick went through a guy's. Fucking I mean, up, so. honestly, but yeah, that guy had a big dick though. That guy had a big dick. Like, I really don't know what. The, I mean, I kind of agree with the suicide at the end. I'm like. I don't think I, anybody could, should be living through this. No. Well, it was no. for everybody because everybody was everybody was so oh, traumatized by what happened, yeah. right? So, like, everybody's how could anybody live through this? Yeah. You can't even look at each other anymore. Well, yeah, the I kid mean, was there's no shock. point to live after that. Well, I would be shocked. That's that's what I was thinking. Like, that's fucked up. That guy has a big-ass wang in it. Oh, that's just fucked up. <laughs> it's what? fucked up. See, we oh, still can't even talk about the main thing at the end. Like, the, the scene when the brother, when he looks over at him, and that, that like, I, it's kind of an iconic shot as fucked up as it is because his yeah. brother's wearing that whack-ass fucking mask. <laughs> right. And the director's yep. sitting there, and he pulls off all the mask, and the music comes in, and he realizes what's happening. It's just so intense. But and, like, you know what's crazy about that part, though? You know what's crazy about that shit? though is like you know i mean milos is you know obviously a little bit fucked up um with some help with some shit but then the brother like this guy's just fucked it. up man he's doing this shit yeah, i mean he's he looks drugged too to me i mean no he, no, he wanted the fuck that wife no he yeah, wanted the wife that's that's the Absolutely. that's what's so fucking scary but this guy's like a monster oh, it's just so bad. I, I mean i agree that he wanted to fuck and the he wife was, but he was acting a bit weird yeah, because no, he, he just and, fucking killed somebody with his dick, and he's huh? also not stopping he the brother with his dick. That and was him in the mask. He killed that girl because she slapped him in the face earlier. Yeah. They had a history. Yeah, he killed her. He was the one. Who oh, fucking, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, he's wearing yeah. that fucking. Oh, okay, so yeah, okay, yeah, man. He's up. Up. He set the whole thing up. Well, he's even looking he, at Milos while he's buddy. those two guys in the security. They were cops too. They said. Yeah. Yeah, and he 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 just lets it happen too, man. Like he set his, it up. He that's his nephew. Up. That's his nephew Director getting railed. He checked on the director. Oh, so you think his he, brother. Oh, shit. It's so fucked up. Yeah, that that guy wins the biggest piece of shit in the movie. Oh no, that guy's fucking horrible, man. That, that, yeah. that line when she takes a bite of the apple, she's like, "Want one?" And he's like, "Yes." <laughs> he's talking about a bite. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um, are we done on this one? You sure. guys got anything else on it? That we I don't haven't said. I think we kind of covered most bases. I think on it. So yeah. All right. Uh, Dave. Dave goes first. Yeah. All right. Uh, no matter if you love it or hate it, it's gonna be one of the uh, <laughs> like big things that goes down in horror cinema history. Just like August Underground. Just like Cannibal Holocaust. Just like all those movies that have changed the front for extreme films and films in general. 
Um, I love this movie. I loved it the first time I saw it. It just blew my mind. I never seen anything quite like it. It's not the most extreme movie ever made or anything, but it's just so well made. I love the story. I love the structure. I uh, I know. Fucking say what you want about me. I don't give a shit. I'm not arguing about the merits of extreme films or the film in general. We explained our case. Um, if you don't like it, I get it. That's okay. Ten out of ten. Damn. Um. Okay. Yeah. Me. Uh, I. I honestly, truly believe that knowing everything about the film yeah. didn't. I don't think it hurt my like I don't think I liked it like I disliked it but I can't help but think that I wouldn't have been way more like into it and like blown away by it had I not known all that stuff it's just one of those unfortunate situations um that being said like it did live up to the hype like uh, everybody that always said I always heard the argument like oh but it's so well well shot and acted and and scored and stuff like that so that all lived up to it i was like wow they really were right like this is a really well put together movie um the subject matter i thought was extremely interesting um and i found it to be really interesting the the psychology of the character i guess that i'm probably the only person that like saw it that way but that because to me i was like this, I don't know if this guy is a good person. I know that he has good qualities. He loves his family and stuff like that. But I don't know if deep down he doesn't have something dark inside him. And that's just how I took it. I think that it, it made the film a little interesting to me. Um, I, I, I did have a little hang up with the like drug thing. But honestly, it was it's not like the biggest deal in the world. Like I know it's an exploitation film. And, guffin you know it just needs it, it pushes the plot along and gets this guy to be able to do this stuff realistically ish um so yeah I, I i i don't know i'm a little bit i think i'm gonna go seven and a half on this one um potentially an eight but i think i'll stick with seven and a half i wonder what adam green said about this because he has a commentary on the blu-ray yeah he talks about himself i know I, yeah. I i saw that too adam and i was green yeah i was yeah. Curious, and joe yeah. lynch is I on it too to the director's commentary joe lynch it's yeah. Joe Lynch and Adam Green. Yeah, Joe Lynch. Joe Lynch actually. <clears throat> Joe Lynch uh, was uh, in Serbia when he made a movie. Right, and he actually Everly. took a picture with the baby. Oh no. yeah, he he said that like ninety percent of his crew worked on Serbian film. <laughs> He's like everybody just everybody who works on movies there worked on Serbian. Yeah, film. this movie ruined the director's career. Nobody gives him any. He's a great. He's obviously a great filmmaker, but he it ruined his career. He never got any movies after this ever. He's not. That's nobody crazy. Yeah, this is money. this That's is Todd crazy. Browning style, man. You know, you make freaks and yeah, your career is fucking it's done. It's so weird because the Michael, movie is obviously no, but like Todd Browning did. Todd Browning did make a couple more movies after Freaks, though. But it did fuck him. No, I'm saying dude, he Michael never Powell, really got the, the projects. Peeping Tom got fucked too. Yeah, he they yeah. they never really got the chances after to make more yep. films. You know, and it sucks because all three of those movies that we just mentioned are great movies. Yeah, and yeah. they said Peeping Tom was obviously too risque for its time, and you know they said Hitchcock watched that movie. And <laughs> Freaks is like psycho off it. Freaks is like yeah. so ahead of its time too. It's like it's so uh, crazy. I just, I just get so jealous that when that movie came out, it was ninety minutes long, and they fucking lost it all. Yeah, oh my fucked. god, makes yeah. me yeah, so that, sad. That's one of the horrible things about film. Yeah, from that yeah, era, so much was lost. It, yeah, you're right. Well, even a lot, of, even later era, like hell, half of. Most of the classic Japanese cinema is gone from World War Two. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like I think I read somewhere that ninety percent of like the films like got destroyed during that. Yeah. It is funny to think that the people that years ago they'll they'll look back and be like, how dare they fucking uh, ban Todd Browning and Michael Powell? And it's like, but the guy who made Serbian film, fuck that guy. 
Yeah. Well, you got to think about it. Like, yeah, it is weird to me. I, I just don't get why people are so offended. It's because it's not, it because it's misunderstood. Forget history are doomed to repeat it. But it's it's history are doomed to repeat it. It's why why are a lot of things that are you know considered to be pretty good hated on is because they're not they're misunderstood. You know, it's a big thing, man. When you don't understand or even want to understand it, you know, you're, you're kind of looking the like other way or just taking rock and roll, right? Yeah, yeah. if you well, take things for face have value, an opinion, even if they don't. It's they like it's, have an opinion it's, on something. It's like, the, it's like the famous thing that Dee Schneider said, you know, in front of the Senate, you know, back in the days, you know, fighting against censorship and stuff with Tipper Gore That's against classic, that fucking against that fucking cunt. Um, you know, when he he says in the lines, he's like, you know, you can fucking find anything you're looking for if you're reading into it. You know, it doesn't matter what you're reading because she's reading off these lyrics and like, oh, this is all sexual motivated and stuff. It's like if you're looking for something in something, you're gonna find that something. It's Dude, fucking yeah, true. Snyder owned, owned her so hard. It's so like, true, that's though. One of the all-time great moments in it is. In it is be- because it makes you think, and you're like, you're absolutely correct. Because if you already have your mind made up about something, nothing's going to change your mind. Hence, you found that right. something that you were looking for. And Dee Snyder was a fucking smart motherfucker, and I'm glad. And he changed music forever. He changed every, the opinions of everything with that one thing he said, and it's, it's so crazy. But I mean, I, I I take that and I you know put it towards. You know the film fans and, and things like that. When you don't understand something, you know it's like, or if you, even if you're looking for something and something, you're gonna find that something. And I find that with extreme films, this happens a lot. Like, look at what Jeremy just read off from his friend. It's completely ridiculous. I yeah. mean, I'm sure your friend's not an <laughs> idiot, but he's he's moronic. You know, he's. I mean, he doesn't know he, anything about ex- wait, wait, uh, is this friend real or imaginary? He's misled. He's friend from fucking like middle school, dude. Yeah, he's been my friend so for a while. imaginary. I but guess. I mean, it's just it's sure. just, it's just a dumb thing to say because like, you know, you can explain it away. But, um, but yeah, getting back to the drug thing, JP, I think it's more. I I, I kind of see it as a metaphor though too. You know, for you know the people of being controlled in Serbia and stuff like that too, right? I think it's yeah, saying yeah. a lot of. I also being do see the darkness. I, I feel like I need to I, look I do see up darkness in him. There's darkness in him, yeah. JP. You're not wrong about that. Yeah. There's darkness Thank in you, him. David. Thank you. We, I, we all agree on that. I mean, yes, yes. I, I just don't fuck think women violently for a living has to have a little bit of darkness in them. Yeah, and I, I truly believe that you're correct on that. I just feel like the, the the drug concoction is what allows it to be you know to to get more extreme and stuff like that so yeah, but it is good it, but it is a good oh, metaphor that's what i said so. but it is a good metaphor for the people of serbia being controlled by government and the mans and you know all the people that are in charge the conspiracies and shit like that so it's just it's a, an extreme way of showing it um i defended this film you know everyone said a lot of the stuff i was going to say anyway so i'll keep it short but you know i think this movie is is excellent man it's got a lot of great commentary it's it shows it in extreme fucking ways it's so it's really amazingly made and uh dave might have just convinced me to bring up my rating a little bit here i had it at a nine and a half out of ten but i'm with him i don't see anything wrong with this and this is three times i've watched it and it just i think it's fantastic man i think it does exactly what it's supposed to do and the fact that this thing is so well known proves that it's done its job you know and you might not be a piece of shit for liking serbian film but if you give it a 10 out of 10 Definite piece of shit. Definite <laughs> piece of shit. Definite <laughs> piece of shit. Me and Blues might not agree on everything, but when it, when the shit matters, we agree. Yeah. Well, I, I, I oh man, I see. I always find this so funny too because you know I I clicked into the face group the other day. I was just taking a scroll and I noticed that someone made a poll about the last top ten list, and of course I didn't have any votes in there. I just thought it was kind of funny that I never get votes. 
well dave but i just found it kind of interesting that like me and dave had the same number one even though nine of the films are different but he's got all the votes and i have none <laughs> the, the sickest thing about that is whenever we take like the submissions from the listeners and i tally them up like most of the time my list is very similar to theirs yet i don't get any votes i, ha- I had the most mainstream list though i think i really do this year yeah i was very okay. Yeah, mine was a little more obscure than normal. I actually kind of thought that too, and then I saw Jeremy's votes, and they were all from all of his MVP fans, which they got to stop doing that. That's really fucking rude. But by the yeah, way, I mean, but because they're, they're making fun of Jeremy, Jeremy, and like, and people are they're coming across like they're, they're being, no, they they actually love Jeremy. Mm, I don't know, man. It comes across as anybody. It comes across a little sarcastic at times to me, and I kind of get offended by it sometimes. I'm like, dude, no, they legit legitimately like. And I mean, they're they're playing it up a bit, but they love Jeremy. I think that's the the, I think that's what I'm trying to get at is it's like overplayed. And I'm just like I can't even take it serious. It's like okay, but anyways, um, yeah. So Serbian film I think is great. That's what yeah. I'm gonna say. It's great. It legitimately is great. You know, great filmmaking. You know, it's not for everybody. Just like Singapore slang, but. You know, if you're going to have a, if you're going to have, you know, uh, if you have something to say about it, just, just watch the film properly. You know, you don't have to like it. No, you don't have to like the fucking movie. Nobody's telling you you have to like the movie, but just, you know, respect the opinions and, and also see maybe for what it is instead of just, I think the talking out your ass, is just don't talk down to people who like shit that you don't. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know. It's the, these movies are always interesting conversations. Well, but. just assuming that the movie shouldn't exist because you don't like it, or anybody that likes it as a pedophile is just fucking absurd. It's so absurd. It's that is the most fucking ridiculous thing ever to me. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, that's just stupid. It's and and there is kind of conflicting things about the director. He has stated both that it was inspired by a lot of seventies exploitation and that it is metaphorical in a lot of ways. But most seventies exploitation movies, a lot of them were very fucking had points to them. A lot of them did, yeah. and they pushed the envelope on points and proved some shit. Well, I mean, a lot of other ones. Like I said, you know, even from the the drug part, I mean, that's it's obviously a metaphor for you know the people and being controlled. I mean, that's written all over this movie, right? you know people controlling it yeah, he, he mentioned a lot i was reading an interview by him he mentioned a lot about the politically correct culture of serbia at the time yes that's kind of what he, he was the, talking the politically about. incorrect no the politically correct culture of Serbia, oh, where I see. everything had every right. piece of media had to be politically correct and stuff like that exactly it well because now, though well, because the whole thing like that like if the you see call it's like then you get the anti-pc and it's just it's just as bad it's just they like push too far to be the other way <laughs> i hate it it's just, just be yourself man like, yeah because don't go out to just, you know, in, in places like this, if you weren't if you weren't politically correct and you know in the media and stuff like that, you know, you you all of a sudden didn't show up to work on Monday. Yeah, that's different. Here, you just get bitched at. That's what I'm saying. Like that's how extreme <laughs> yeah. it is. But like when you live under with that fear, like that's the way it is. And you know, this is a great. Pro- this is a very ballsy project <laughs> to do in an, in a world of yeah, it's life or death kind of thing, right? So. But yeah, that is going to conclude episode two. Jeremy did give a rating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on, dog. <laughs> Mooch just laughs. He doesn't even apologize. That's why he doesn't want people to be, be fucking call Jeremy the MVP because he's like, Jeremy's so forgettable. He can't be the MVP. <laughs> Dude, I'm offended. I'm offended for Jeremy for them saying that because I think they're making fun of him all the time. I don't really get it like that. 
I don't think so. Either. I've always thought just it like that because it's guys. because it's one thing to say it like, oh yeah, you know, he's my whatever, but like to constantly do it. Like I haven't even checked out these lists, but I know Jeremy's is the best list, but I'm like, what the fuck? Shut up. I know they love Fred Durst and they always talk about Fred Durst. I don't think yeah. they, I just it's like, like the same thing. Yeah. I, yeah. The Fred they're they're, they're, they're the Jeremy's hype man. They're fucking flavor Flav. Yeah. Fred Durst and the fucking Vince. I, none, I, I, I guess I just can't relate to all this type of shit. I, I have no idea what's going on. Boots. Too fucking They're old. like the American voters. They don't care who's running as long as it's Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy says go. Right, I guess. That's awesome. Okay, Jeremy, what do you got? All right. Serbian film. Uh, not a fan of extreme movies. I never have been. I think my prior conversations about the YouTube extreme back in the day. So you know, a, a decade ago, you know, and I, they really haven't been my kind of films. I've seen, you know, quite a few at this point simply because, you know, we talk about them on the show and things like that. But they're not really my cup of tea. But like I said, I appreciate this one. It's it's pretty well made. That's not pretty well made. It's really well made. The acting's good. The score is good. Everything is pretty good about it. But like I said, it's not really my cup of tea. But uh, it's still good. So I give it a seven. That's a good rating. Uh, damn! I was hoping JP. Still. I was hoping JP was going to come in higher, and we were going to push this in. But what, what did he give it? My mic. He gave it a seven. Uh, uh, half point out of the hall. Yeah, that's on you, though. I mean, on me. Yeah. No, no. Why gave it him? No, oh yeah, because you gave it seven. seven you JP fucking did that purposely because he doesn't want the backlash oh, yeah, of having a Serbian film in the hall of fame. In the hall of fame. Three years later, when it's brought up again. How did? No, I did not think of that purposely. I rated before Moots. No, yeah, no, but you, you knew. You had a game. No, Moots said he was given in uh, a nine and no. a half. So if no. I would have given an eight, it wouldn't have made it in based on that. You had a game. I'll plan. tell you what's not ever going to make it in the Hall of Fame. Has it made it already? I don't know. But Blair Witch Project ain't making it's it. It's in, buddy. It's you're in there. You, you were you're doing fucked. You were under the assumption that you know Dave came in at ten. You already had this worked out in a uh, yeah, coming in at ten. Do you, you want like, me to give it an eight? So seven no, in the hall, no, you little baby no, bitches. No, don't change no. your mind. I said I was almost. We just, at an eight. We, just, we just want you to admit that you had this all mapped out, man. You had this. No, out. no, no, no. Because like <laughs> you diabolical thing, motherfucker. I wouldn't mind this being in the hall. There's movies in the hall that I'm like, I don't feel like that should be in the hall. But this one, I'm like, fine with it. This what, would be a fine movie to go in the hall. Yeah, th- there's. I think there's one or two movies in the hall of, in the hall of fame. I keep want to say hall of pain in the hall of fame that I'm not even part of, and it pisses me off. I hate. Yeah, that. there's actually more than a couple. Yeah, there's definitely. There might even be like a handful now that I did not rate that high. It's fucking. Yeah, I mean, it's fucking people like. I'm not part I know. Of I think you. Brandon and I think uh, I think Chris. I think all exploding heads are part of that that shit, man. Extremely high rating yeah. shit. The only rule is that one of us have to be part of the rating. See, originally it one was supposed them. to be two of us at least, and then maybe one guest. That was the original thing, and all of a sudden it was like, no, it's okay with one person from 22 Shots. Well, that's so when like, Jeremy left the show, and it's like, well, I guess one of us is okay now because it would have to be me and you. There was no conversation about this. You literally had changed that, and I was like, why is this in the Hall of Fame? You're like, it only needs one of us. And I'm like, oh, okay, thanks for just coming up with that by yourself, motherfucker. What, what movie made in the Hall of Fame? Uh, I don't know. You'd have what, to bring it up, but there, there is a couple. There's a I couple. I Poltergeist that is in there. I'm not part of, and it dry, there's one that really pisses me off, dude. I can't. Uh, here, I'll, I'll even find it. There's definitely one, and I'm just like, why the fuck? I need to update this shit. Uh, Serbian films rated NC-17 for explicit dialogue, extreme aberrant, violent cruelty, and extreme sexual content. 
so the MPAA did watch it. <laughs> you know what we didn't mention that we should have mentioned? What? Should have mentioned Life and Death of a Porno Gang, which is also another pretty crazy Serbian film that's pretty good. Yeah, dude, that, that fucking scene where it's the chick's episode, sucking the horse's cock? Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, Jeremy, you see that one? Okay. No, but I know. GP, why did you put that? I think you might like that one a little bit more. GP, Bone Tomahawk on here has your rating, Brandon and D. Why? Why might like I think I, I don't know. A, What'd you give it? Fuck, I don't know. It must have been nine or nine or I was high on that. I'm not sure. If, if it had you, I probably would have put you in I, there unless you gave it an eight and a half. No, I was I was high in my top ten that year. Um, but anyways, know, that's not what I'm thinking of. I know I rated that one high. There's How'd you guys movie. give Jaws a nine and a half? The mood hates the music. It's just, it's the oh. repetitiveness of it. it drives me fucking nuts. I'm like, you could change up the notes. <laughs> of the, and I know the music's iconic and we explain this away, but I'm like, it's oh, different I to know have what the iconic music. That upset you with, oh, never mind. Sorry. I'm like, God, like it was, it just seemed like it was one note through the whole, I'm just like, oh, yeah, I, that's one thing that's always plagued me with that movie. Um, You're going to have to change Dave Z. You're going to have to change it to Dave Z. Or when I, if I'm part of a Hall of Fame movie, you got to put Dave, Mr. Parker instead of Dave. Yeah. Well, that was the problem. I was put those in before you ever did the show. Yeah, just oh, put Mr. Parker. I know which one better. it is. It's well, cli- I, I put Dave climax. Z for you now. It's Climax, oh, climax, and, Mid- climax and Midsummer, the two movies. I'm just like, I'm disgusted to see those in there, man. Climax is fucking great. Fuck you. Yeah, Climax is. I, I like Climax. I don't think it's fucking Hall of Fame material. Are you though. sure you rated Bone Tomahawk? Yeah, it was in my top ten, dude. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Because I'm looking at the ratings, and there's not a rating for you. Your Vice made the Hall of Fame. That's crazy. But I how, like that movie. But though. how is it in my top ten, and and I didn't rate it? I don't know. Is it in your top ten? I don't know. Look at the top ten. What year was that? 2015 i think look at the hall look at the list fucking positive it's in my list dude <laughs> well, anyway when you do this let me do the outro so we can kill two birds at once it time. is not in your top 10 that's why it wasn't part of your hall of fame it, it probably technically came out what 2016 though check that no it's on the 15 yeah list. it's on our 15 oh you didn't see it you didn't see it until after is that why? Oh, that's pro- that's probably maybe I didn't watch it for the top. Yeah, it's probably. Maybe, it. I think it did probably come out late. Maybe. Yeah, you know what movies at my number ten? So is, much history with is this headless, show, bro. Dave. It's nuts. What headless? Headless made your top ten. Yeah, it was at number ten, and then oddly enough, Horsehead. Two movies with head in the title. That's actually in my top ten. This was a weird year, man. Like Girl House was a cool slasher. We were still here. A girl walks home at lone, at lone at night. It follows Turbo Kid. Um, Gunwoman, which was the number three. That, that was the thing. Gunwoman made a 10 out of 10 for me at number three. Deathgasm, which I gave a 9.5, was that number two? <laughs> and then the editor, which is 10 out of 10, was number one. Fucking weird. Scream, so you weren't part of Scream either. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, because I think I'm, yeah, you guys are all 10s on that, and I'm not. Yeah. This is the famous, um, this is the famous fucking uh, landmine goes click here. Oh, actually, you're on most of these. You're on more than me, I think. Well, I mean, I'm you weren't def- on the f- you weren't on the fly. I'm d- I'm on. That's like five of them right there. I'm not even on. Maybe six. That's three. No. So far. Bone Tomahawk. Uh, Midsummer. Fly. The well, f- I haven't got down that far yet. <laughs> yeah. Um. 
Actually, you're on Saw. I didn't expect you to be there. Super Dark Times is one you're not on. Yep, that's another one. That one didn't even make my top ten. Um, uh, Carrie, you're not on. <laughs> yep. Um, and then There's I'm lots. not me. Me and you aren't on Poltergeist. I think that might be the only one we're both not on. So Jeremy's on that one then. Yeah. Oh yeah, Christian, you Dave. You're not on Creep Show either. Nope. See, look how many there is. There's tons, but those ones are whatever. It's climax and fucking midsummer. The ones that piss me off. Yeah, but midsummer. Most people like that climax. Yeah. I could, I like climax, but I can see climax being in the top like Hall of Fame. Where you're like, what? Oh my god, midsummer. God. Well, uh, guys, next time we talk, we will have a new Jackass movie out. Are you gonna? Yeah, do we not doing a show next week. No, uh, no. Well, we don't have anybody to do it, so we could take a week off. It's fine. That's okay, and then we'll probably come back with the uh, Peter Jackson, the Peter Jackson or, show, or the uh, Universal. One of the two. One, we'll get those two done, and I'll put out that uh, that fucking what we watch show. Sometime. Are you actually gonna put that out? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I was waiting on Well, that. I got um, see the thing is I still have to redo I have to redo for my reviews because I I accidentally delete them. That's why I have never put it out. Just wing them, dude. Read I the know, synopsis. I know. Just I know. I know. Okay. It's fucking annoying. Um but also I know there's still a couple more movies we need to get to. Excision and baseball, something baseball. Battleship. Oh, the fucking the the what's that? The Japanese film? Is it Battlefield a- Baseball or something? Yeah. Yeah, I got to get out of here. All right, yeah, I do too. I got to go to work. All right, thank you everybody for listening to episode 220 of the 22 Shots of Moods and Horror Podcast. If you want to follow the man, Mood himself, you could do so at youtube.com slash moods 616. If you want to follow the vice president of the Taylor Swift fan club, you could do so at youtube.com slash doubleshot. Jay, follow <laughs> me on my channel, youtube.com slash nesroller22. And please follow the cranky old man, Mr. Parka, where you could see all his food gifs at youtube.com slash Mr. Parker. Please follow us on Patreon, patreon.com slash 22 shots podcast. Please get the sand sucked down on my vagina and leave us a voicemail at 724-426-6665 and leave us an email at 22 shots of moods and horror at gmail.com. And as always, facebook.com search bar, 22 shots of moods and horror podcast. All right, everybody, that should be it for episode 220 of the 22 shots of moods and horror podcast. We'll be back in two weeks with something. Okay. Bye. Deuces. See ya. That was a fun show.